This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. This was off of uh, BuzzFeed. They have uh, they, they have some guests on there, and there was a, uh, a forum where they had asked people to share the most obvious lies that they have ever been told. And by obvious, I mean just you clearly right. know the per- person is blatantly lying to Right. You, and yet they won't back down from it. Um, so there are some examples, and think about your own, if you would, please. Uh, but uh, there, there are several examples in here. One says, uh, an ex-partner told me, that's not a hickey. I bruised my neck helping my sister move today. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he made out with his sister. Ew. So he cl- clearly <laughs> knew that that was not one. I love this one. This says, my coworker once tried to convince me that centaurs actually exist. <laughs> She says, and with a straight face, that they live in a gated community in oh Hollywood. Oh, my God. And they did all the horse stunts for movies. Stop I, it. Okay, so, all right, you want one for me quickly? Yeah, yeah. I had a family member who swore, and still would probably swear to you, that the Titanic sunk in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Because that's where the icebergs are. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm like, A, no. Uh-huh. B, no. no. But... Were they lying, or did they just really think that was the case? Right, (sighs) you know, that's a good point. They might have been, but I think, but like, like as an example, Nick's buddy who told them, that uh, underwater city, underwater, there's an underwater city. Can't eat hot dogs because they'll kill you. Your stomach will explode (laughs) because they expand when you eat them. He believed it. I don't. I don't think he believed it. I think he was just flat out lying. Or, or do you think he got caught and floated it out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had to had back to go it with up. It. You have to go with it. Like, so, and we've all done that, Casey. When you got when you threw out that Springfield, there's a Springfield in every. It's something like, that I actually truly believed. I wasn't lying. Right, that was just thought. Yeah, it seemed logical. It's a common name. Well, I probably heard it somewhere. It was also like on the air. I had said that deers don't have sphincters. <laughs> I wasn't lying. My buddy told me that. And I believed him. Yeah. And so he it's, was a, different, it's a different thing where someone is in a calculated way lying to you, like like lying to cover over a hickey. I get it now. Okay. Here, here's another one. Here's a text. And by the way, you can call 215-263-WMMR that says, I caught my ex in bed with another man, and she tried to tell me I was hallucinating. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. So that is, and I brought this up many times, if you ever get a chance to see the movie, A Guide for the Married Man, a woman comes home, catches her husband in bed with another woman. The husband, matter-of-factly, gets up out of bed, Preston, gets over, puts on his robe. The woman gets up, and and the the wife is like, ah, ah, like looking at him. And the woman gets dressed and leaves, and and the guy goes over, sits down with the pipe and and the paper goes, what was that? Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, just completely, absolutely denying it. And then she goes like, is it me? Yeah, so the complete, de- and, the, and the, the rule is deny, deny, deny. I don't understand the, the reasoning behind that. When you, you when the evidence has clearly been yeah. presented to you that, like, I know that whatever you're telling me is not the truth. And then they, they, they saw stick her to it. Out. I've, I've been reading a series of books about about what they call, it's, it's, the, it's you Truth and, and and fiction are, the line is more blurred now than ever, and selling the, the narrative. So, yeah. it, it's, but to me, it's like, dude, like, you, you can find, you can find online something to support, but, but on, a, on a visceral lie, like a hickey, yeah. which you clearly know is a hickey, right. and you didn't get it because an end table hit you in the throat. But mm-hmm. when you're, when, when you're, 
you're lying and, and you're caught lying, and then I, I you know, and then you, you continue to lie. Like, I would much rather you say, oh, okay, I was lying, yeah. and and you caught me, and I'm when sorry. Was the last, and, when was the last time you heard someone do that? Uh, I'm it doesn't happen a lot. thinking it was me. <laughs> I'm, I know, know a girl whose mom told her that there were bugs in candy machines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that she shouldn't eat them, and they were bad for you. I remember what, the most oh, recent was actually not for me was to, with my wife. You talk about the laptop situation where you're caught. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and I was caught. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I, I, uh, I was. <laughs> Here's a text that says, "My buddy told me he rode quads with Mike Tyson." Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great day. I love lies like that. Let's go look at the. I, one one that I remember a guy telling me, I didn't even know him. It was uh, at, a, at a bar that I used to go and do appearances at. This is back in, in St. Louis. And, and this guy swears to me that at the, at the Waco uh, Branch Davidians attack or, you know, raid. Yeah, right. That you remember the video footage of the guy on the roof and they're shooting through the, uh, the walls and you see the, the, right. the, the, the guns the, being the, fired. The ATF, the ATF agent. agent. He said that was him. Uh-huh. He's sitting there telling me that, yeah, that was me on the roof right there, man. It was scary as hell. God, I'll never forget it. Uh-huh. I'll never remember it, but just, I'll never forget it, too. Flat out lying. <sighs> flat out lying. And he was, I don't know why he was throwing that at me, I guess, to back up whatever lie he was going to tell the this? ladies that he was going to run into that evening. There's a Bruder film? That was me sitting in front of Kennedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, was yeah, it I, Governor Connolly? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, so we're talking about the most obvious lie someone has told you. Yes. So we were in Bethany Beach, Delaware, and if you've ever been there at the beginning, like the front of the town, there's this big totem pole with like an Indian head on it. And a friend of ours was acting as if he was like a guide for the town that we have all been to before, and he was saying how that totem pole is Delaware's totem pole, and every state has one, and it's such an honor that uh, Bethany Beach has The one Delaware. for Delaware. Oh, okay. my God. Right. Yeah. We have the official state totem pole. Okay. It was just like a gift from a local, like an artist or something. I don't remember the whole story, but uh, it now, was one of you, those things. Do you think somebody told him that, or he made it up? I think he made it up. Okay. He made up a lot of stories. He tried to convince us once that donuts were invented to dip in coffee and insisted that it, he was not getting it confused with biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there are gray areas, I think, where people make Thank assumptions you. or just, well, it has to be. Right. And then they run with that story as mm-hmm. if it's factual. Mm-hmm. So while it may not be an insidious lie, <laughs> it's... Oh. Uh, I told you guys I was playing a game one time. Uh, uh, it was a, a car game. I was in with my band members, and we were you know driving yeah. for hours or whatever. And you just do something to kill time. So we're playing this word game where, you know, you say the the name of a, a state or a country, <laughs> and whatever letter that ends with, you have to oh yeah start the next one with it. And I it came to me, and I uh, I, I said euthanasia. <laughs> I told you the idea. You did. Euthanasia, you thought it was a country. I thought it was a country. And then when I got called out on it, and even I started to question myself, I backed it up with, no, yes, it is, man. man. I swear, I've seen it on a map. I mean, just flat out lying. Flat out lying. You know? Well, okay, let me ask you. I'm a smarter man now to know when to say, (laughs) okay, I may have been mistaken on that one. I didn't want to seem stupid. Yeah. And I was stupid. (laughs) 
<laughs> there are times, though, where it's okay to stand your ground if you believe. Yeah. And, but then when you're proven categorically I wrong. I wasn't sure that I believed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believed, but I wasn't backing down, man. Right. But you, about? It's like, God damn it, you, it has Asia in it. Yes. Asia's a place. Continent. It's just the younger Asians live there. Mm-hmm. Youth. Youth in, in Asia. Asia. What about a lie? And, and and I'm going back to Nick's friend who uh, had ate hot dogs in the underground city. or uh, Underwater city. Uh, underwater yeah. city. What if the lie is stemming from somebody who maybe has a screw loose? Well, Do you know you, what I mean? Just, oh, now, yeah. If Charles okay. Manson is prattling on about an underwater, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, this is great. Let me go to let me go to Kenny. Hey, Kenny, how you doing? Yeah. All right, Kenny, share this story. I love this. All right, so back in high school, I got caught smoking some pot. Well, not smoking some pot, but <laughs> I was I was partaking, and I opened my windows up in my house when my parents weren't home, uh-huh. and of course I forgot to close them, and it was summertime. <laughs> Air conditioning was on, middle of the summer, and my parents came home. My dad goes, what the F? And I was like, why are all these windows open? And I was like, uh, I, I, saw, I don't know. I didn't do it. I think someone came in and opened the windows up. And I just I just never told them. I just, so, I just so, stuck to it. I didn't do it. I have no idea who opened the windows. I kept I kept with it. And So they believed like an intruder got into the house. <laughs> you would much rather your parents think that they had an intruder in the house. Well, I, I go back to your, yeah. your story. When you told so, so Preston. Thanks, <laughs> You've had a couple where you flat out lied to your dad. And, oh yeah, and, and, I wrecked a truck. Yeah. and I told him that a dog ran out in front of the car. Uh, I, I forget exactly the lie I told when I knocked a uh, a movie light over on the carpet and burned a perfect circle into yeah. the carpet. Mm-hmm. How that occurred naturally, or when I spray painted my name on my neighbor's garage, and I was like, "No, it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me." <laughs> Like, I would spray paint my own name. Is that, is that sort of stupid? Would that point directly to me? All right, let me go to let me go to Barry. Hi, Barry. Good morning. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Hi Grandma. Grandma. What's up, Barry? All right, so my <laughs> grandpa is an immigrant from Cuba. Uh-huh. And growing up, like, we always knew he was from Cuba. And <laughs> he would always tell me, my brothers, and all my cousins, when I was seven years old, I left Cuba, me and my brother swam. <laughs> And where I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that's wild. Like, I know Cuba's an island off Florida, whatever. Then I grow to get older. He told us he, every single time. He would always tell us that. <laughs> I grew to get older. And uh, I realized 90 miles is pretty, pretty <laughs> <laughs> So did he, did he per, by, by any chance, mean that he was on, like, a, a flotation thing? I, he'd put yes. together boxes or they send him off on a... Something. Uh, Does he contend that he marathon swam that distance at seven years old? I don't know, man. Kids have boundless energy, Steve. I swear, him and his brother, he said in an inner tube, swam across 90 miles to, to America. Then I find out he took an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how okay. did you find that out? Yes. Who told you? Oh, so so I I, I want to say it was like a Guinness Book of World Record or something like that, like uh, someone continuous swimming. It was something on TV on those lines. And I called him out, and he's like, nope, no, no, me, we swam. No, because they, they, there were countless stories of people who did flee Cuba on, on flotation devices. Right. But, but how did the airplane come up? 
Oh, oh, I beat it out pretty much. Uh, you, just, you just eventually just kept pushing him on it. Uh, That's great, Barry. I'm just thinking of a seven-year-old free-swimming in some of the most dangerous water yeah, in the right, world. Yeah. I love Thank it. You. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, let me see. I'll go to... This is someone who's given you the most obvious lie. Clearly, you knew they were lying. I'm going to go to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning, It. How are you? Good morning, Good morning It. Jackie, what's going on? Uh, uh, not a whole lot. Good morning. Good to see you and Rochelle in the grocery store, by the way. Oh, oh. hey. I know who this is. Hey, all right, Jackie. What's <laughs> your story? I have two stories. My first quick story is that my grandmother, who was born in Italy, used to grate by hand the Italian grated cheese, Locatelli cheese. Mm-hmm. And the story was that if you sliced it off and ate the piece of cheese, you would get worms. Okay. Yeah. And, and so you were told... Um, you were to told keep you from yeah, eating it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to eat it because she was saving it to grate it. But my story that I called in for was my brother-in-law had a girlfriend and she said that she didn't think she'd be able to make it to the holiday dinner. I think it was Thanksgiving because she was possibly maybe or maybe not having a mastectomy on a holiday. Okay. <laughs> she okay. was having a mastectomy. Possibly like it's one of those walk-in mastectomies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... So um, I am a horrible person because I truly didn't believe that she ever had breast cancer, and I think that she faked everything. Oh, wow. Well, that's there have been people who have done that. Yeah. You, know, you know for a fact, uh, yeah. Jackie, there have been people who have done uh, faked all sorts of cancers and things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, including that she said that the, that the cancer treatment, that her, her fingernails were going to fall off, so they ordered... Dry ice from a company to soak her fingers in dry ice. <laughs> oh, oh my all goodness! Right. Oh, all right, so yeah. so <laughs> the lies were the lies were um, uh, definitely uh, lots of them on the mastectomy. Um, so so how, how did that resolve? She so she was so she, on a holiday. Mm-hmm. They were they were gonna just get her in. Like hey, listen, if we can squeeze you in, listen, our four o'clock canceled. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the, I, I had to bite my tongue because if you work in healthcare, it's an insult to your intelligence that someone's going to tell you that they may or may not have a serious surgery on a holiday. Right. doesn't happen that way. Uh, yeah, so she later... Um, Guys, I might have to bounce. I'm getting a heart transplant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I may or may not need someone to donate me a liver. Right. All right, thank you, Jackie. Appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, you too. Um, Why would you tell someone who's also in the medical profession that? Yeah. Some people, man. Effing people. Effing people. Uh, I'm going to go to Alex. Hi, Alex. Good morning to you. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Alex? So, um, I I have a grandfather who lives in uh, Rock Hall in Maryland, and his backyard is right on the Chesapeake. So, there are two uh, harbors on the opposite side of the bay. One's a little bit further in. And one's a little bit closer. The one further in, he had me convinced from the time I was 10 till I was like 12 that was uh, Boston and the other harbor was Prince Edward's Island in Canada. Oh, my God. <laughs> I finally, I figured out, like, wait, hey, we're in the south and Canada and Boston are in the north. Uh... I, I was like, I was flat, and then my, him and my dad would just were just laughed at me. I'm like, that's mean. Yeah, no, right. They, well, they were just pranking you. They were yeah. playing with you. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I, I was ten years old. I had no idea. Oh, that's funny. All right, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Alex. It was like the fire alarm in Swarthmore. It um, it went. And then my neighbor told me that it was alligators. Alligators, yeah. And I had believed that for a couple of years. I'm like, oh my god, there's our alligators. You mentioned this a few. Yeah. What, what was what led a Nick to believe that when birds 
<laughs> birds would when they tilt their head to their side. They're listening for worms. It's kind of a. Um, it's it's a like it's a myth. Ever, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, the, but they're actually Shh, I'm listening for worms. <laughs> they're actually looking when yeah. they turn that way. Uh, but Shh, um, wait, wait. Yeah, I hear some. Some people say they're listening for worms. <laughs> All right, let me go to this uh, anonymous caller. Uh, hi, anonymous caller. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? You guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, buddy? Yeah, so my mom took uh, a page from Kathy's mom's book of uh, scaring the living hell out of us when we were growing up uh, <laughs> okay. to keep us from doing things. And two, she told me two lies. And one, I was able to uh, <laughs> to, to kind of understand when I was young and, and reasonably uh, discredit. The first one was... If you sit on a public toilet, you get AIDS. <laughs> uh, Seems feasible. I yeah, yeah. Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. I can see the comment that you were going to make, and uh, I was actually going to ask you if this was my brother, because my mom pretty much told me oh the same God. thing. And and listen, I know you want to remain anonymous, but uh, I don't think you should have to. Like, that that's absolutely ridiculous. I'll call my mom out on it, because she would say, well, you know, they just don't know. They just found they, out. They just yeah. don't know. And still, to this day, like... If if I were to ask her specific things, she she sticks with it. Like she's like, well, I I don't know. I just don't trust it. <laughs> you don't <laughs> trust that you can't get AIDS from sitting on a toilet. <laughs> I imagine. I don't know when I realized that that was a lie, but I would imagine the first time I did sit on the public toilet, I must have been scared. Crap. That's probably why yeah. I still don't sit on public. Uh, Kathy toilets. hovers. Yeah. We should go out for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And thanks. Then the second one. Oh, oh yeah. Well, the second one, I didn't realize until my friends called me out in college that any two bloods that mix together, you automatically get AIDS. So there was a big AIDS thing driving your... It your was a huge AIDS <laughs> thing. <laughs> my mom didn't go with that one. Yeah, your blood mixed. Uh, that the ice cream man, when he came by, he had AIDS. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow. Don't leave your room, you get AIDS. Wow. Yeah, uh, she tried to scare you. That That's what my mom yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. But stuff like that. It was yeah. their way of, of trying to protect you, I guess. Nice job. Good job, Mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let me see. I don't want them asking for licorice. Licorice gives you AIDS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was the bugs in yeah, the yeah, candy yeah, yeah. at the store. She didn't want us to have candy. <laughs> licorice gives you AIDS. <laughs> uh, I have Adam. We're talking about the most obvious lies you've been told. Adam, hi. You're on the air. Good morning. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, when I was uh, in seventh or eighth grade, I tried to be that bully on the school bus that said, no, no, you you younger kids can't sit in the back of the bus. And right. the, the kid that I tried to bully, you know, he realized I was a moron. So <laughs> at, at some point we start talking and he says, you know what? You can make plutonium in the microwave. <laughs> I said, I said, really? He said, yeah, yeah. You take a spoon and you get some petroleum jelly. Oh, my God. Wrap it in copper wire. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Of course, I had to tell my friend. I was like, man, you know you can make plutonium in your microwave? He was like, you an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you you do it? Yeah. What? Did you do it? I did not try it. No, thank God. Thank God Adam, I did not try it. I think my favorite part of the story is that you admitted that you were a moron, <laughs> the bully moron, but uh, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, so it's, the, it's... Kid, the kid picked up on it right away. He's like, this kid is dumb. I'm going to mess with him. Petroleum Thanks, and man. copper wire in a microwave. Uh, and a metal spoon. And a metal spoon. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that might be. And that's, petro- that that's might uh, be plutonium. Recipe for disaster. 
Uh, here is a text that says, uh, dated a guy who went to Council Rock High School and told me Queen wrote, we will rock you about his high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> Council Rock. It's not the Council Rock. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. I will go to Bill. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ed. What's good morning, up, Ed. bud? All right, so I just have two, um, two stories that are both kind of work-related. Uh, one of them was uh, I was working at a university, and I was getting let go. And, um, you know, so I got called down to my boss's office, and, you know, she's like, yeah, so um, we're, you know, we're going to let you go. And I just said, I was like, yeah, I know. Um, you already posted my job on the job site. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And she just stared at me like a deer in headlights. She's like, "Well, that's a um, that's not for your job." And I was like, "It's I wrote the description." Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's got to kind of suck, I guess. But, I was like, well, see ya. Um, right. but the other one is uh, so I drive for a rideshare company, and um, one night I was dropping off an elderly lady. And she asked if I could stop off at her brother's house to drop off a plate of food. And, you know, you can't really say no to, you know, it's an older lady. Yeah. I was like, sure. Well, we get to a very sketchy area, and there's cops in front of the uh, complex. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, pull, don't park in front. Pull up the block. And I was like, oh. I was like, I'm, I was like this, this ain't right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something was wrong. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, you're not going to get drugs, are you? She's like, what? No, no, no way, no, no. So she gets out, she goes in. I look back. First of all, she left the plate of food that she said she was bringing to her brother. <laughs> and then I look again, and she actually left her used crack pipe in the back. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. Free crack pipe yeah. and food. So what'd you do? Uh, so I left. I just dumped all yeah. her stuff out, and um, I was like, yep, hope to see you. Good luck. How was dinner? Like, <laughs> How was the crack? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That, you didn't dive into that plate of food she had left? I dumped it. Dumped yeah, yeah. Good call. Probably good a good call. idea. All right. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate Not it. Not the crack uh, mac and cheese isn't really good. Yeah, from time to time, people will uh, will throw a blatant one right to your face, and then yeah. you're, you're in a position to either call them out or ride along with it and go, just smoke oh, the crack. Okie dokie. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, interesting. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. We do appreciate it. Listen, I want to take a break. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kathy, do do women like guys' butts? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was curious about that. Yeah. I don't know what the... I, I, I'm not sure why women bung hole. would find... Well, no, not bunghole. The actual but, I hole mean, where the 
uh, well, I know what that fecal is. matter comes no, out. But yeah, like guys can have a little, a nice bubble, butt. Butt, a little bubble butt going on. Yeah, sure. Okay, because I have no ass. I have no butt. And, well. And my wife will tell me. I but, got some for you. Yeah, so you got these Amazon pants. <laughs> we were talking about this last week. And the uh, the way the waistband is positioned and the way it comes down into the essentially the butt crack is kind of like this arrow that points down to the butt crack, it seems like. And I saw some pictures of, of a gal wearing something else and then these and it looked like it it really gave her a a wonderful posterior it almost looks like a um like a push-up bra for your ass going the other way right but it's not it's not that there's no no padding in it so um our former intern brooke this is how i came across these i saw her on an ad for these pants on tiktok so uh brooke is very athletic yeah when we talked about this um i i said to her what are the pants that you're promoting and so Mm -hmm. she sent me the link so that's what we got we got their uh Omkaji, uh, unique style, unique life. But anyway, those are the pants that we got. So they come in two different styles, Preston. They come in what you just described, where there's actually fabric that points down towards the butt. Yeah. And then the other style was that um, kind of like fishnet looking style. Yes. And that actually has, so I tried them on. It, it actually has um, a seam that's kind of ruched or, or scrunched up. That goes, Ruched? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, scrunched up uh, yeah. the way that they sew it. And uh, that goes... Ruched is French for butthole. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that okay. goes down yeah. the butt crack. So essentially, all it's doing is giving you a wedgie in the one style. The other one has how you describe it. So, so the other is a little bit okay. just more contouring and less invasive, I, while the one is is really like a thong. I mean, yeah. I, okay. I don't know if it's contouring. We'll, we'll see. All right. So while we're... What, what, so Kathy brought those in. We're going we're gonna to sample this. I'm going to try them on here in a second. But while we're doing that, we wanted to do in conjunction... Uh, pants and pancakes. They seem to work well together At because the same time. there's a bit of alliteration there, exactly. right? Yeah. So why not do it? So Casey yeah. has mixed up the pancake mix. He's brought in his rice cooker. That's a really small rice cooker. That is cooker. very small. Listen, it's I'm surprised. My, it's my daughter's. Oh, okay. Uh, Santa, a... Santa brought it for her. It's her personal rice uh-huh. cooker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She really has a rice cooker? She loves That's adorable. Rice. Do you have a? Do you have one for the family? Or is that the only one That's in your house? That's the one we have. Okay, because yeah. I, mean, I was thinking... A lot mm. bigger cake. To tell you the truth, I thought that that was um, I, I that was that, the size of a rice well, cooker. I, I think it, I, the one my rice cooker is actually smaller than that. Uh-huh. Is it? All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I like I, rice too. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I was maybe I was thinking of like the pressure cooker. I have. I was thinking of like a hot tub. All right. So, Those are big. Uh, Casey, we, we talked about this last week. Casey made a pancake uh, in the rice cooker, mm-hmm. and it comes out instead of big and wide, it's really really thick, almost like a cake. And so we wanted to. Try it out first. So we we had to uh, sample this. I was so. very intrigued by this because you know, uh, like if if places come by with with uh, pancakes and or waffles, I eat them sans syrup and butter because I just happen to like the batter that is a pancake. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when he brought this notion up to me, I'm like, well, that seems interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also brought butter and syrup, and I was going to do my butter syrup combination. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me have a piece without, because yeah. that'd be the way I'd have to check it out. Yeah. All right. So, and Casey mixed up the the batter. Here's here's the secret about uh, pancake batter. Is uh, it just, love? Just to let you know. No, it's, well, there is some love involved, but um, if you want your pancakes to come out lighter and fluffier, yeah. Number one, don't overmix. The, your ingredients, you want oh, yeah. to you want to kind of fold them a little bit. You do need to get it all incorporated in, but you don't want to sit there and you especially don't want to use an electric mixer, right? Uh, that'll, it... that'll make them dense. Okay, and uh, you also want to let the batter sit 
uh, before you start cooking with it. Let it sit for at least five minutes. So it's been sitting there for a little about while. About five minutes, yeah. Which is, which is good. So that sit way that we'll, sit. we'll make sure that we get a, a fluffier okay. All right. uh, pancake. Yeah, I'm hoping because the only thing, I, I forgot to bring a measuring cup, and I I know you don't live by that, but I do because I don't know what a cup looks like. I don't know what a three quarters of a cup looks like. So okay. I, a cup? Besides the uh, the oil that I put into it and the egg, everything else is kind of eyeballed. How's your? Okay. Well, uh, you, you could probably estimate with all your yeah, time of cooking. Good with it, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, did did you assist in the uh, measuring or I no? Did not. All right. No, but okay. I, I went by consistency, I, right. and uh, the consistency yeah, seems pretty good. So okay. you tried this, and this was actually one of these was done as a birthday cake, correct? No, no oh, I thought just, you had a. Uh, no, 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 no. It was uh, just a straight up. Uh, so he well, decorated put, it, but received well. My son, like, he's a finicky eater. Yeah. Uh, he was asking later on, he's like, is there any more of that stuff left? So All he, right. he loved it. Yeah. So I'm excited. And then, then they say that the best way to eat this is wearing incredibly constrictive pants. That's what they say. Yeah. Uh, and you should pair it with chicken wings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're in it's, luck. It's absolutely. Came by today. I have a feeling right. the Kardashians do this all the time. Case, go on over there. Put <laughs> it in the, in the mixer or in, in the, uh, the the rice cooker. and We're capturing this on IMAX film. Casey was saying about 15 minutes or so that it'll take to cook, so we'll, we'll have him do that. And then while he's getting that going, uh, we can we can talk about these pants a little bit more, and that way we can have pants and pancakes. Uh, wow. in, in one shot. Well, do you want to put so them do, on? Can I'll you, put them on, Can you yeah. put up the picture? Do we have pictures of, of Brooke wearing them and the way they're supposed to look so that we can know how, uh, in other words... Yeah, like, it just it just pops your, your booty. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there was... Um, there was like an emphasis on different clothing, you know, over the years, you know, accentuating your cleavage and the push-up bra and all that kind right. of stuff. And now I feel like the the butt has is really getting a lot of attention. So that's what these these pants so are. So let doing. me ask you on a practical workout level, th- these well could so, not be good. No, right? you know what I actually or are tried? they? That's that's part of the video that these girls are doing is that it's showing that you know it pops the booty, makes your butt look good, and then they do the squat test, which is squat down, see if they're see through or right. not. Um, so yeah, girls are wearing them to work out. I did try. Are them they on... see through when they when the squatting takes place? Uh, no, that that's why the girls are wearing them huh. during workout. Now, when I put these on, um, I'm not wearing a thong today, so you are going to see my panty lines. Oh, oh. God, that's a no, no. no. You're going to look we'll like a whore. I know for today, yeah. right? Um, all right, well, give me a pair. All right, do you want large or extra large? What do you th- I think they'll be okay large, in the large, yeah. Probably. All right, uh, Marissa, can you get a, a picture of my ass uh, before I put these on, just wearing my regular jeans? Oh, yeah, you're, getting yeah, the, yeah. you're getting the fishnets, Preston. My no yeah, butt. Yeah, giving you the fishnets. These are the most fun. I'm hating Kathy's advice to go wear, nowhere near these. Yeah, Steve, what I don't think these are made. They're not made for everyone, Steve. <laughs> okay. There you go. Preston okay. suffers oh. from no acetal, right? No acetal. Yeah. I yeah. have no acetal. Same. Nick, do you want to try the other is this, pair? Is this yeah. Brooke up on the uh, No, Brooke. Brooke didn't post any of the photos of uh, her ass on. To me, I would find, it looks quite wonderful. However, I would find that insanely uncomfortable. Dude, chicks wear stuff up their butt all the time. I, I and I, it's it. just not well, listen, a guy thing. But yes, th- this, Steve, to go to the gym, I would never go to the gym. Kathy, I mean, you're basically, no. why not just spray paint your ass and go work out? I mean, By that's the way, what it is. I'm stripping down to my underwear. Okay. Right. No big deal. Right. Whatever. You guys If some poop falls out, before. deal with it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What color are yours, Preston? Because I got the pink ones. I'm wearing black. You're wearing pink? No, pants. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're, Nick, I like your boxers, man. Pink underwear, but... Are those holiday boxers? Oh, they are, Nick, yeah. I don't know if those are going to work with your boxers. They'll work. Underneath 
Listen, bulky, man. Let, let me just, here's a caveat. This is not a completely scientific experiment. Right. Well, yeah, normally I wouldn't wear anything. No, you would, uh, you, uh, you, yeah. Casey, I could just I say a, an institute. I have a pair for you, oh, Casey. You want them? Preston. Preston. Case, I got a Wait, special pair for you. Here's the deal. I, oh, Kathy, what? hold this. <laughs> Wait, K- Casey, Casey, look at this. Look at what Preston is holding up. <laughs> there's, there's no goddamn way. Wait, well, how do they're going to be a little short on me for sure, but mine are a lovely blue. I like these. All right, I'm going to do it. Kathy, Here, yeah. here's the deal. You uh, have to. It's full disclosure. Uh-huh. Are you on your period? No, you but I didn't take a shower last night, <laughs> so my ass stinks. Can I just buy them and not give I, them back? Just don't worry about it. All right. Cool. Oh, my God, these are hard to put on. Just, so if, just from a, a balance, uh, trying to stand on one foot. Kathy, how hard is it to return stuff like this after a, a guy's ass so, is... Well, done a Jackson Pollock no, on the no, inside. It, it'll be fine, Casey. I, I will just wash them. They're not getting returned to the store. They're getting returned to somebody who owns all of them. Oh, oh, these okay. things are tight. Yeah, they are, dude. <laughs> a large might not might not work for me. Oh. I have an extra large if you need it, Preston. <laughs> I think my ass is pretty good. <laughs> Turn around, no, Nick. This... Did you just saw my junk? Is that what you said? No, I'm seeing too much of Preston's junk over oh. there. <laughs> Seriously. These are comfy. Where's that? I'll for you if you want. They're yeah. tight, but they're comfy. Yeah. Turn around, Nick. How about my ass, Steve? You know what? They do well, it, because Wait. of the because of the um, mitigating f- uh, underwear, oh, oh, Kathy's Kathy? giving a massive Reggie to Sorry. Nick. Well, because they need to go up a little. All right, here, so let me take my sweatshirt off. Uh, you're. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, you I, look like I, a superhero. You look like Spider-Man, dude. <laughs> I feel, well, the, the, the texture is like Aquaman. Oh, my God. Turn around so I can see your ass. I'm going to try it. Hang on real quick. I'm, I'm straightening right. out my underwear so it's not all bunched up. And we'll we'll get a, up. a pretty good view. Uh, oh, my God. You know what? They're really comfortable. I mean, Are they? they well, really they're, are. they're tight like... Like, um, like compression like pants? Like long underwear, yeah. you know, or something like that. But but the I would die. texture of the... Do they the, look uh, good? Kathy's laughing because she's so attracted to my ass. The texture of the of the fabric is nice, isn't it, Nick? I'm wearing these actually, from now on. I like yeah. These are these are fine, Steve. Actually, Steve, you got to get a pair that'll fit you because they're they feel really no, nice. I'll pass. I hate them. I still have no ass. No. But Casey, Casey no. has the ass. Is it popping? Kate, you have a popping ass. Let me, Casey, let me see your ass. I, Hang on a Kath, second. I can't pull them up anymore. I know they can't get up into my butt crack. Hang on, I'm trying. Turn around. (laughs) Like all my my equipment is all over. If your balls are not under your chin by now. Oh, hang on, I gotta check the pancakes, guys. Oh, Oh. (laughs) wait, pants are big. Wait, let's go check. (laughs) Casey, (laughs) Casey's bouncing over to get the pancakes, and he's bent over. Case, your ass looks awesome. It looks yes. Case, you have a great Preston, ass, dude. It's hip hop video good. <laughs> it is. Wait, can you twerk? Can you twerk? Can you try to twerk? Put on something. Put on some music. Uh, I don't. I, I don't have access. Do we have Anaconda. Got it. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah, Anaconda. I need to see a video of somebody twerking because I don't know what twerking looks like. Preston, it does. You do have a flat butt, but it's giving you a little bit of a pop. Does it accentuate? Yeah, I can't yeah. see it, so I don't know. It is. Case, is that's know. not quite twerking. You have to. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bend your knees, spread your legs apart, bounce your butt, and bounce up your and down. butt up and down. Yeah. Well, no, you're going. You're going from the up down position. Go okay, down no, up. up. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Here, here's the video. Yes. Here, back, back that up. Back that up. Show him. Uh, show him the. Uh, All right, here we go. Because we need. To see. This is. That's uh, not. That's not it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that's on. Not hold it. on. That's it. That's okay. it. That's a twist. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Pull your shirt up. Damn, dude. <laughs> 
How's Nick's butt? We haven't expected it, that yet. So, I think his, he, he has wonderful boxes on today that are very holidayish, but I think they're also flattening out the crack. So uh, Nick has the, the different uh, type of leggings on, which is the one that sort of just has different material that's yeah. pointing down uh, towards the butt. Yeah. I would say it's not as accentuating as the ones that Preston and Casey have on. You know what you guys should do? You know that famous shot of the girls with the thongs in the back of the pickup truck? Get side by side. Wait. <laughs> I, I saw it. You couldn't be in a more pornographic position if you tried. Nick is up on the counter. One leg up, one knee up on the counter and his leg on a, on a chair. Someone needs to take him now. If you've, this, is <laughs> yeah. your, this is your best shot Come ever. Over, big boy. I can't Did stand we, uh, things that tight on my. Uh, oh, yeah, you feel nice. Did yeah. we do a side by side by side? Yeah, yeah. Photo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think, and I'd like to see. I gave away the colors on the air, unfortunately. Oh. But I would like to oh. see if people who? could guess who's who. Who's butts who? I, I think the guys. We, we already said Casey has the most. Casey's got the best ass. ass. Casey yeah. has a great ass. Yeah. I'll say it right here now. Nice work, Case. That young man has a great <laughs> ass. That's a Delco ass if I've ever seen. Oh get, get side by side. Hey, Case. <laughs> Serious question. Do you think yeah. your ass has gotten better from cycling? Oh, I don't know. No. No? I think, listen, I just have a chunky ass. That's all. All right. That's all. Well, that's... You got to have some junk in the trunk. I mean... Kathy, would this, would these would kill you, right? Steve, the situation when I put these on with my butt. Yeah. I, listen, I got a big butt as it is. With these on, oh my God. It looks ridiculous. Was it? Was it? You would never work out in something like this? No, I would never work out in these, no. All right. Side by side. Now, Preston, you got a bit of... It's, it's, it's coming together a little bit. Casey's got the big oh, succulent yeah. ass. Working. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it just got... Uh, it got real wow. hot in here. Some realizations did, just took place. It did Woo. get real hot. It's good oh, stuff. my God. Oh. He's got a great ass. <laughs> And uh, like Endgame, you know that. Well, that is America's ass. This this is Delco's ass. <laughs> that is, yeah. I've never this seen is... uh, an ass more Delco in my life. Uh, I could do this all day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> no, I I would uh, if these fit properly, I would wear something like this instead of like the standard uh, Under Armour right. uh, stuff that I have underneath. But you know why? Because this, this kind of ridged. It's ribbed for my pleasure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this ridged. Um, uh, material feels really nice. Now the butt thing—it's not in my butt crack. I don't have—I don't have a butt. So it has got up in my ass crack. You're not wearing—you're wearing <laughs> boxers, right? No, no, I'm wearing a boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. All right. So uh, probably, I think if you would, we would probably wear this without underwear underneath it, I right? I think so. Well, and I think that's part of it. So, like, the reason that, that it's not going completely in the butt is because they have something right. on. Like, when I put it on, it was, I mean, it's up there. It, it's like a thong. I can go take my underwear off and put these on if you want. It, it might well, help pop your booty a bit. You know what? You should do it. All right, can you get? Can I? You guys take yeah, it for you, a minute here. Yeah, let me talk about. The let me talk about pancakes real quick. Okay. You don't have to go into the bathroom. Just go yeah, into just the do, uh, just, studio. Just go into Marissa's booth. I'm gonna get full on naked from the waist down for no, a No, go into the office. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's got a glass door. <laughs> <laughs> go into the uh, uh, one of the XTU studios. <laughs> so, Steve, with the with the pancakes uh, going on right now. So, if you look at the rice cooker, you see how the the orange light is lit. That's for warm, and that's because the rice cooker, um, it got to temperature, 
and so it won't cook now. So now I've got to wait for the rice cooker to kind of cool down in order for me to be able to cook it again. So there's a and is it, it's when you're done this Dude. this super pancake. I can't wait for you. To is try. now cooked all the way through. Uh huh. Wait, do you have to flip it or it cooks? N- no, it just cooks all, all the way through. Okay. So yeah. if you were to make it, so they were. They were impugning the size of your rice maker, but but I mean, if you had a bigger one, would it work as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be thicker, right? So if it had more diameter to it, then the pancake would then be thinner. But because it's, you know, I guess less diameter. And I, I don't know what rice cookers are supposed to look like. I, yeah. You know, it's the first one I ever saw with my own two eyes. So um, when I when I cooked it the other day, it was probably, what is that? That's like eight That's inches, a, right? Uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's eight inches. No, no, it's, about, it's, it was, about five, six inches. Yeah, <laughs> like three inches thick or something like that. But yeah, that's about twelve inches. <laughs> um, it's so, about twelve inches and very a lot of girth and a lot vein. of girth. Yeah, some veins yeah, and stuff. Purple um, at the top. Uh, no, I, I, I'm very excited to try this. But this, you don't do this as breakfast. You do this as a dessert, right? Wow. Well, what did I do it as? I did it as dinner. We did breakfast. We did this breakfast was actually your meal. This was breakfast for dinner, which is, you know, wow. for, for a child and some adults, sure. it is a total treat. It's fun. And I was talking to my mom about breakfast for dinner when I was making this, and she goes, like, I thought. I'm not your mother. Well, when I was a kid, I thought breakfast for dinner was a treat. Like, oh, yeah. Really? No, yeah. it was, we don't have anything else to cook. Yeah. And no, we, we have, have, what do we have? We have eggs and, and pancakes. Let me see, press. It works. It's, right, it works. Does it work better? Yes. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe? Yes. No, okay. it definitely did. So was it too crumbled because of the boxers? I was, I'm wearing boxer briefs. Yeah. But yeah, I was getting in the way, and now I can feel it uh, sliding up in your ass. Did oh, I yeah. take my uh-huh. underwear off? Yeah. All right. How much longer yeah. are we going with this? I don't know. Long enough. <laughs> we got time. Uh, uh, Casey's uh, checking the pancake. <laughs> Nick, Nick, hold on. Let me give you a different can you, oh. give him a Give him a tampon. Oh, that, is that better? I'm giving Nick the same ones All that right. Casey impressed Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be much better. Um, yeah, so I took my underwear off. That was weird. Would you wear this Being now in the this way? studio. Uh, with completely yeah, naked yeah, yeah. for a moment there. Why? Jackie does it all the time. I know. I yeah. Know. Um, would I wear these? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, if they fit properly. Because they're, they're wear, too I, small. I've worn armor roll, but even my armor roll is sort of loose-ish. Yeah. I, oh, okay. It drives me crazy no. when I have that... When I have that tuck up into my ass. Your, your Under Armour um, leggings or whatever? Yeah. If you remember, um, last year I bought those quarter jeggings, uh, quarter eggings right, yeah, at CVS, yeah. and those were super comfy. I just haven't put them on again. Um, you, don't, you don't buy a lot of clothing from CVS traditionally. Not, but normally, yeah, yeah. not normally. I am instinctly putting my hand on my hip uh, yeah. Yeah. while I'm wearing yeah, these. You pop it out. I know <laughs> why. You want to know why? Because you're fierce. Yeah. I am. You I'm are fierce. fierce. No, I'm fierce. Yeah, fierce. Fierce. Um, yeah, okay. And and I, I will have to see the video proof. It's still not getting, it's still not hugging my Listen. butt crack all the way. So. You know, it's the best, the best ass in the building. <laughs> John DeBella. Yeah, yeah. I got a pair for him. Yeah. Uh, how much longer on the pancakes? You know, all right, so as you were naked in the studio. All right. uh, wait, wait, you need the unveiling. Nick, turn around. Face oh, yeah, sorry about this. Nick just came in. But to the studio. You're going to want to burn those. Uh, yeah, the, the, well, they were no, sorry, no, no, Nick. I can't see if you, if you have the, turn around this way. Yeah, so uh, Steve yeah. can see if you would, please. Yeah, it's better. a bit of an improvement. Right. A bit of an improvement. You actually have. Oh, it's not going in the butt like for, it like it would enough? for me. But, um, yeah, they're not pull all the way. Out. They're not pull, pull them up all the way. 
Because uh, there's there's a like a almost like a like a pregnancy thing. I think I caught my right one. Yeah, that's, that's I know, it. right? I turn around, turn back. You got it. Yes, that's more. That's yeah. better, Nick. All right. Yeah, you just got to yeah. pull them way up. You got a little butt too. I have a tiny ass mm. or no ass, <laughs> but now, yeah, I just like clipped my right ball by accident. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that, that, that hurts, hurts. doesn't it? <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. All I was trying to do was pull up my pants, and I clipped the ball. <laughs> Around where you're not sack. Yeah. Yeah, remember bunghole. Back to your bunghole. Yeah, help me, Jay should have gotten a pair of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Turn on my hip-hop stretch pants. Talking two times on my left nut around to where my poop comes out. Keep it on it, Mr. President. Okay. I'm trying on my booty pop pants and I caught my left butthole, and then I'm getting down where the poop comes out of my butthole. I feel like we sir. We should do some uh, kind of choreographed uh, movements uh, since we're wearing... Bowel movements. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's the only move I know. <laughs> I'm holding up the wrong hand, so I'm holding up the right hand. Yeah, me too. It's left hand. <laughs> you got to put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, there's a video right behind you. Yeah, oh, God. All you have to do is coordinate yourselves like Beyonce <laughs> in a matter of moments, and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel silly right now. And sexy. And we're and waiting on the pancakes. Yeah. And pants and pancakes and all kinds of good stuff. All What's right. the status of the pancake case? I'm looking. No, they're still not done. Should uh, we, this is, well, hey, should we, should we take a break yeah. and come back and, yeah, and see I, if they're done on the other side? A, a two-hour pancake. It's getting there. It is getting there. Can you smell them? Yeah, I can smell <sighs> But you should, I think we should take a break. Are you, are you going to try on any of these? I, I mean, if you... <laughs> Stand back. Okay. <laughs> Wait, before we go to break, I want to give out uh, Brooke's uh, Instagram account because people were asking. It's Brooke Morris with three S's at the end. So Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S-S-S. And she's sort of an influencer for the stuff? No. I, it's how yeah. I came by it. Yeah. It was uh, this Amazon pants. She, I was like, wait a minute, that's our intern. And it was like a little video of her revealing her butt. That's very cool. Very cool. A very beautiful young woman. Um, all right, yeah, let's take a quick break. I'll change back into normal clothing. Yeah. Uh, uh, loosen your balls. Yep, and then hopefully we'll try some pancakes out. Yeah. What a morning. <laughs> and then are you, you're going to do it or no? You, uh, you, yeah, I'll put right, them on right. for all you. All right, excellent. We'll cool. take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. WMMR proudly presents the return of Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids, Monday, May 2nd. Hey, everyone, we're back, so get your ponytails ready for the chopping block. It's for a great cause, Wigs for Kids. Their mission, helping children look themselves and live their lives. Two locations this year, Gravity Hair Salon in Plymouth Meeting and David Arnold Hair Salon in Jenkintown. Make sure you have at least 12 inches, preferably 14 inches of hair to donate. And with what's left, the amazing stylist from Gravity and David Arnold Hair Salons will craft you a great new do. All donors get a gift bag of products from True Beauty Concepts. So go to PrestonandSteve.com for ponytail guidelines to ensure you have a minimum of 12 inches, but preferably 14 inches of hair to donate. Then make your appointment to join us May 2nd. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Please welcome Aerie Spears. Yo, what up? Yo, what up? How you doing, Aries? I'm all, I'm all good, brother. How are you? We're, we're wonderful. You had, uh, you, you did a, a show last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. First show last night. What's, what's the vibe of the crowd? I mean, people are, people are dying to. Uh, to it's, it's, to it's, get out. Uh, it's absolutely wonderful, man. Um, you know, people are dying to get out, but even before all of this nonsense, uh, you know, and I'm not just, you know, doing this because I'm, I'm with you guys. 
Philly is just one of those spots, man. You know, I'm an East Coast dude. Yeah. New York, the energy, the New York, the East Coast energy, the vibe, the people, the the the, the busyness. Uh, you know, when I got back on the road from this COVID country lockdown, uh, one of my first stops was in Mississippi. Uh, eight people showed up to the show, which I don't even mind as long as it's eight intelligent people. But I'm in Mississippi. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm in Mississippi. You know, them, neg- them, them Negroes don't read. <laughs> well, you're here. You're here. We love you. I mean, and, you know, we, we, we think you're you're fantastic. Your stand-up's great. And obviously the everything that you do. Uh, but I, we're just, we, 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 I keep using the phrase, and people seem to like it, a coiled spring. People just chomping at the bit. Memorial Day weekend, Aries Spears, helium. Uh, it's 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 going to be great. So you've been in town. You had your shows last night. Are you going to have any time to take in some of the town and get around? Or I mean, you're working you know, your I, ass I, off. Yeah, I I never really do, man. Because usually, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing press all day long, right? Uh, in the early part of the day, and my my nights are late, so. I usually have to press just sleep in until it's time to go to work. Well, I understand that you have uh, you are, and I see you. I follow you on Instagram, and uh, you uh, you're always soliciting your your fan base for shows. I know you're looking for stuff. You like to binge. You're a binging dude, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, and so, what what gets the major thumbs up from you right now as the most bingeable show that you've recently encountered? Uh, the last two shows that I went nuts for. Uh, was Ozark uh, and this Godfather in Harlem? Oh, is that good? It's good. <clears throat> is that, is Godfather, it... Godfather in Harlem is amazing. Oh yeah. wow! All right. Yeah, I, that it's was on my amazing. list. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, and that cast—I forget how to pronounce his last name—but he was on uh, one of those Law and Order shows, Vincent something. D'Onofrio. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, he's great. Him, yeah, Giancarlo Esposito, Forrest Whitaker. Uh, that cast is just phenomenal. Yeah, I've heard great things. Good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check that. out. I know that you also watched, and I was telling Preston about it. This uh, ABC Mike Tyson documentary. Is yeah, I saw the awesome. first part. Yeah, Man. awesome, awesome. Yeah, I saw. The, I can't wait for the for the uh, second part. So I, I'm, I, I mean, I've, we're all we followed his career, and and I thought I'd seen all the footage that was seeable. Mm-hmm. They have tons of stuff I've never seen before. <clears throat> well, yeah, you know, I'm, I've always been a Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan groupie. Yeah. Uh, and, and prior to that great 10-part uh, series, I had seen everything there was to see on Michael Jordan. And then The Last Dance came out. And I didn't know he was such a potty mouth. And I loved every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Tyson stuff is wild. And, and you actually, um, yeah, on your Instagram page, you had a picture of him. And Tyson ended up on the kiss cam. And this woman he's with, and you're right, uh, apparently loves him, and you can tell there's, there seems to be some real chemistry there because I was telling Preston, uh, you know, I'm watching that footage of the that that horrible Barbara Walters, Robin Givens, mm. Mike, yeah. Tyson, and it was like the most awkward thing. And, you know, Mike has, Tyson's been very candid about his demons and so on and so forth, right. and so on and so forth. But, yeah, that, that always seemed like this does, none of that ever resonated as nothing more than a limelight move. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, it, it just, I'm so happy for him because, let's be honest, we thought he was going to end in one of two ways, either dead or in jail. Yeah. Uh, and to see him turn around his life to the point where he's like the black uh, Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson is the black Betty White. I love that. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like he's so, he's so revered now. He's so loved now. 
And he, uh, he doesn't even it, understand it. I mean, you know, it, it, but it just happened. Yeah, I mean, look, I think he figured it out in some weird, yeah. magical way. Uh, and, and better late than never. Um, and, and, yeah, he's totally turned himself around. He gets it. Uh, but I've also seen him do compelling interviews on his own podcast where he's broken down and cried and talked about how hard it is for him to suppress being yeah. who he used to be. Right, right. And and you, you get a lot of that. The, the Spike Lee stage show that that uh, that he did, like uh, that was uh, that was a revelation. And then I'm a huge fan of the uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries, oh, the animated series. Did you ever watch any yeah. of that? Norm McDonald. I never really caught that. Yeah. I never really caught that. Yeah, but uh, it, it, it's wild to see it. Did you did you ever did you ever do any 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 box or any fighting in, in your you know? Man, I, I, I wanted to be a boxer before I wanted to be a comedian. But, man, I like cookies, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they don't go together, do they? No, no. You, you never man. see a cookie montage in a boxing movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I like things with sugar and grease. <laughs> you know, and I, I just, it wouldn't work for me. Yeah, they, I mean, they were showing some of his training. I'm like, man, you know, he's, he's eating like a bowl of air. And it's yeah. like, it's like nothing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, when he was in his prime, I mean, with customers, Motto and Jim Jacobs, he no one beats him in his prime. Yeah. Not, not even God. I mean, he, he just—he was such an animal. Yeah, he was such an animal. I, yeah, they show, and I was telling Preston, they have a conga line of those first round knockouts where you mm -hmm. have seasoned boxers like, what just happened? It's just amazing. Right. Yeah, I always wanted yeah. to see him in in Tyson in his prime and George Foreman in his prime wow. going toe to toe. Because you talk about two hard hitting individuals, man. Mm. I, as 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 amazing as that sounds, I don't think George would have a chance. Yeah. Really? He was too slow. Yeah, he was too slow. And Mike was so fast, and he was so great at uh, slipping and dipping, yeah. bobbing and weaving, and, and, and bobbing and weaving. Yep. And you know, Ali showed us that George Foreman just throws large looping hooks and mike tyson would have would have penetrated through that and it would have been over no i think you're right mm -hmm. i wanted to ask you because i saw on your own site you have this mobile game app and i don't know if this is uh, we're late to this uh this well it's 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 almost complete i'm still working out a few kinks what's, what's but, the story uh, it's, behind it's this uh you know a comedian out of boston who used to open for me named uh tom dustin uh he just did this thing where he would challenge you to name a certain amount of movies within a certain amount of time by your favorite actor. Okay. And as long as you weren't being timed, you could do that all day. Yeah. But when you're, when you're putting, put the time, it's something about being pressed with time that makes your brain lock up. We do a so game, just a, we do a game called five and 10 and you're exactly right. You have a little bit of time to think about it. You can do it. But, but like, I mean, if you right. just say, give me, give me, give me, um, give me, uh, yeah, you have to name five cream. things in a category in 10 seconds yeah. and it sounds like it's easy, but it's really, really hard. Under pressure. I, I and that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's cool. So, and, and so you're still doing obviously a lot of videos. You have your own podcast and stuff that you're, are you still working on? Um, was, was that sort of the bridge when everything was locked down? You, you still seem to be working a lot. Just, you had to sort of roll and pivot. I'm, 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 I'm good, baby. I'm yeah. Good what I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good news, man. Cause some, we talked to some people where it wasn't the case and it's, it, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but I mean, you know, you, you, to be on this end of it is a glorious thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it can be both the blessing and the curse. Uh, you know, I, I I know a lot of comedians. I even know a really famous comic who said he had to move out of his house. He had to downgrade because oh. he wasn't working and he was going broke. Wow. So 
I've been fortunate enough to, to, to still be out there. Well, so, I, listen, I know that you, part of the game is uh, when, when you're going from city to city and, and you want to sell tickets is you, you got to stop by morning radio. And I know that's not always the same thing you want to do, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially if you're coming from, like, L.A. and you're coming over and there's a time difference and you did a show on Thursday night. And, you know, so I just, and we have probably the most interactions um, with comedians because you guys will tour and and so year after year we'll have people come by and i just know for me personally like when you came by i'm like i just i want him to like us like because i'm a fan of yours right so i'm a fan of yours i'm like i want every spirits every spirits to like us yeah and and if you don't i'm like oh man like <laughs> but we don't we you know what hey. it is it, it, it became there were two mindsets and when a lot of shows end up I think that they make the mistake of, and we call it, either you're going to interrogate a guest, you know, and just have your sec, or you have a conversation. And when we switched to years ago to the conversation mode, that's when, like, everything started clicking, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, this this give and take relationship uh, between the artist and the radio personalities. It's like any other kind of relationship. You know, you hope to have great sex, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. but... And, but sometimes it don't work out. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have I have great interview sex with you guys. Uh, so, Thank you. It's always fun to come back. Yeah. By the way, can we let you finish Aries, wherever you want. Aries likes this because he DM'd me yeah. last year and said he was coming through town. Yeah. And I, I he's laughing. I look down and I'm like, oh man, Aries is coming to town. And he had sent me the DM like six months before. <laughs> you guys know me. I don't check oh, any yeah, of my yeah. socials. I sent her an apology. Like- I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry, man. I would have I yeah, got I thought, back to you right away. I thought because thought, thought thought, you didn't respond to me, I was like, damn, we had bad interviews. <laughs> so, Aries, remember. Check my social media. If you're ever abducted, don't uh, text Preston nope, because yeah, you'll never get rescued. Won't be there. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. I actually, so we had, uh, we had Tig Nataro in, gosh, it had to have been a couple of years ago, and she's super dry, right? And I'm yeah. a huge fan of hers. And... But I was like, that all, that all, that all, that all that, it, that, it immediately sounds like bad interview sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was it, dry. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's it's, great. It's not yeah. that she's not funny. It was bad interview sex, and you kind of like in the middle of it, you're like, well, I guess we're gonna finish anyway, and you know it'll still be like pizza. Like, well, when you when you when you use the word dry, that's a dead giveaway. It is. <laughs> yeah, dry sex is not good. Uh, <laughs> dry is not good. Speaking of take the taro though, uh, Aries, if you uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. On Netflix. Have you watched it yet? Have you watched that? Yeah, that's no, a good one. No, I, I haven't heard of that. Or if you're into, are you into any of the superhero stuff at all, or the? Uh... Uh, no, absolutely, I am. Uh, you know, but I'm not one of the one of those geeky dudes but... there that you know dress up as the characters and go to the, <laughs> the conventions. I, I so would, I would I, not have you pegged know, you as <laughs> as a cosplay guy. <laughs> no, no. So I only go so far. Well, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. It's about four Amazing. hours. Amazing. Uh, All right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. So damn amazing! Good. Yeah, yeah. It had me. It had me angry at Warner Brothers. It's got me still angry at me. <laughs> it's. Uh, we had heard the story, and and so we've we struck up a friendship with Zack Snyder. Now he's he's a friend of the show, and we'll check in with him, and and, and it's great. But when I was hearing the initial hubbub, I'm like, well, uh, okay, there's a couple of new things that are coming in. It's an entirely different movie, and I, I've watched that thing 18 times, yeah. and, the, and the and the four hours. Goes by like nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that 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 it's a, it's a masterpiece. It's it, a masterpiece. It's so good. Were you a fan of his uh, a Watchmen movie? 
No, I never checked that out. Yeah, uh, I think I, I, you know, I usually too. I usually just play with the big boys. You know, I I, had all, I said on my podcast, it doesn't make sense to me. I know how how Marvel is the big boy on the block. Yeah, but it never made sense to me that you had the Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and the and the Larry Bird mm-hmm. of superheroes <laughs> and 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 uh, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And how Marvel is kicking your ass. Right. That does not make sense to me. No, it's true. Well, it's I guess true. they just didn't practice. You know what well, I mean? Like, you know what happened was, is that, and I, uh, so I'm a massive Batman fan. Massive. I mean, ever since I was a kid. Uh, and, and the the, uh, the Frank Miller Batman version, you know, the Dark Knight, all that stuff. Uh, but what happened was, is that they, they focused so much on that series that they weren't developing the second tier players and then they had to do a lot of catch up. They left that to Zack Snyder. <clears throat> but you see, between uh, Batman v Superman and the Justice League, his cut of the Justice League, it was all sitting there ready to go. I and we hope and the word is they're going to let him sort of kick back up doing his version, what they call the Snyderverse, and follow through with it because I'd love to see that continue. And can we please admit and put this to bed? Ben Affleck is Batman. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're, you're speaking He's Steve's Batman. language. He is the best screen Batman. He got it. This is the best interview sex this Steve is has my, ever had. I am ready. Aries, let me just go get a condom. I need... Nah, finish. Go bareback. I'll go bareback. No, you're right. And that's that's the thing. Now, I'm very intrigued about um, the, 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 the Batman coming out. Matt Reeves. Is I it? hate him. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. But you, he looks... He looks like an exotic bird. I don't <laughs> like his face. But, you know, let's meet after we see it when it comes out and compare notes. I, I, I bet, let me tell you something. Ben Affleck has spoiled it. And I know that in the beginning, he caught a lot of flack. No yes. one wanted, everybody thought he was going to be horrible. Not for me. And I, know, and, and I know people have a special place in their heart for Michael Keaton because he was the, the, the first big screen major motion picture Batman. And he was great. But I'm te- and Christian Bale yeah. was, a, was, a, was a big is a big one. But Ben Affleck, it captures it. The bulky suit, the, the, the beard stubble. Yes. The, he's handsome. He's pissed he, off. He's got it. He's you, got it. Do you know, Aries, the scene that got it for me, the warehouse fight in Batman v Superman. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he takes the knife out of his shoulder and then pushes the guy against the wall and slams the knife into him. I'm like, you are my Batman. Dude, dude, let me let me tell you. Here was my here was my uh or, orgasm moment yeah. from Zack Snyder's Justice League. When they do the nightmare scene yeah. and he tells uh Jared Leto, yeah. I will f- Oh, me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. yeah, he goes, I will right. effing when, kill you. Yeah. Kill you. When he, when he dropped that F-bomb <laughs> with that voice, I said, this is the dude, man. <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they get to do the follow-through on that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah they, I, I, it, I, I, to me, it, it's like I hope they, they really do Justice League, too, because I want to see, uh, man, was it Martian Manhunter? Yeah, Martian Manhunter. Manhunter. How cool was that? I want to. Exactly. I want to see Green Lantern and Shazam. I want to see the whole team together. Yeah, I mean they, they've got they've got a whole stable that's just sitting right there. But you're right. But they it was it was a Warner Brothers fumble. That might, you can't argue with the fact that Christopher Nolan was doing great, sensational Batman movies. But in this realm, this Batman in this universe in the Zack Snyder verse, that's that's all I need, man. Keep that going. I, I don't I don't know who it, who it is at Warner Brothers that's sabotaging this. But this is why I hate sometimes people in power yeah. because they don't give a damn about the creative side of things. And yet they have the power to decide 
what happens and what doesn't. Well, you just sign the check. Just yeah. sign the check. You've come up against that. I mean, you, you, a lot of times, just in, in shows that you, I'm sure you have. I mean, you've you, you've been on on Mad TV and stuff like that. Did you ever come up against uh, you know, you know, every now the suits, our, you know, the higher ups making our, calls. Our, our, our people were pretty good. Were at, they at letting us? Yeah, they were pretty good at letting us do what we wanted to do. But every now and then. They would kind of, you know, stick their finger in our chili and, and mess it up. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but it, I guess a lot of times what happens is to, to sort of validate what they do or what they're supposed to be That's doing. That's exactly what right? it is. Yeah, they 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 come in and, and screw things up. Hey, I just I don't wanna... understand. I don't I don't understand how you have the title as I'm the VP of comedy <laughs> and you don't know anything about comedy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. right. I just want to see if you guys were truly meant for each other. Aries, what is your, your favorite video game of all time? Uh, Sports-wise, uh, NBA 2K. Okay. Action-wise, uh, it's a toss-up between Grand Theft Auto and God of War. God of War! That's Steve. Dude, I think you guys God are of War. Yeah. You guys got to hang out. He, Aries. Here's a text that says, this guy, Aries, sounds like he could actually get Steve to have a beer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. That God of War series, like in the first, in the first game, when you realize that Kratos is covered in the ashes of his wife and daughter, that that's why his skin has that... That power. And he's right. sitting there on the throne. And you're like, holy F. And then the story, like the last game, was just sensational. I mean. Let me tell you something. I I, I, I got a <laughs> PS5. I got a, a 85-inch 4K TV. Yeah. If you play that game, you have to have the right accessories. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. It you're doing yourself a disservice. Because between the HD, <laughs> the clarity, I got a video game chair. With the surround speakers, when I start doing that, my girl has no shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to come over to Steve's house. How big is your gaming TV? Uh, One hundred twenty inches. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but uh, so the white guy does have. A bigger <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you this though: what the problem is when you go with the pro- with the projector set now. I have a short throw projector, which is great. But if you you want the frame rate to be good, the, 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 the projectors are not quite frame rate up to the frame rate that you need for really good gaming. You know? Oh, so you have a projector, though. It's a short, it's a short throw projector. So, and it's a 4K. <laughs> it's HDR, and that's that's the future. That's the future for you at your home. Forget oh. hundred thousand dollar movie theaters at home are, are not a thing anymore. The average person can get a really incredible home theater for virtually nothing. You get a short throw. My projector sits about nine inches, ten inches from the screen, and I get one hundred and twenty inches. How much something like that cost? Wow! So the, the, if you get like an like an Optoma projector, you're talking in the three grand, three and a half, and then the the, the screen, which is a, a, an ambient light reflecting, it won't reflect ambient light. You can do pretty well in about the. Uh, Fifteen hundred, two grand range. Oh, so, so just five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying if if for a hundred, try to buy a hundred twenty inch picture tube or a, 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 an actual TV, you'll be hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars. It'd be crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean that's. I mean if you really, if you're a lunatic as am I, and you save up lots of your um, Christmas and birthday wishes, <laughs> and your wife says, "Okay, you can get it," then you get it. Yeah. Wow. Right. 
Aries, do you like cedar plank salmon? <laughs> uh, Steve's favorite I, I, I don't like, I've never had cedar plank salmon, but I do like uh, blackened salmon. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure. I'm trying to set up a Listen, we, 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 Aries, we need to no, get no, a... He, 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 had me, he had me at hello. <laughs> nice. All right. I want to see if you and I can date. Did you see Ted Lasso yet? No. On Apple right, Plus. Okay. Yeah. Game over. Game over. Sorry. Well, I, I, well I, I got a question for him, um, <laughs> and I hope he answers this the right way. All right, all right. If he answers this the right way, we're getting we married? Get married with no prenup. <laughs> with no prenup. No prenup. All right. All right. Between the two movies, which one is better, Wyatt Earp or Tombstone? Okay, Tombstone. My no. man, what's your ring size? <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing. Oh, wow. I, I respect Wyatt Earp, but to, and, and we, I have Preston and I constantly wear tombstone shirts. And, and the reason why the relationship between Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer, it does not get any better. Kurt let, me, Russell, let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. This is my man cry. Yeah. In that scene, when the guy says to him, Doc, what are you doing out, out here? You should be in bed. Yeah. He goes, Wyatt Earp is my friend. Uh-huh. Hell, I got lots of friends. I don't. Yeah. Yes. Oh. That's, that is such a great, that scene where he's at the end and, he, and, and Wyatt Earp has taken out the cards to play and he's like, please leave. Mm-hmm. Please, if you, if you, can, please leave. And, and, uh, and then he says, he gives him the book. He gives him the book that he wrote about why about uh, Doc Holliday, and that's that scene. Preston, there's so many good scenes. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. One of my favorites is Wyatt Earp looks like he's going to be uh, leaving, and he turns around and he shoots one of the cowboys, and he turns to uh, Virgil and just goes, holds up a finger of one. Yeah, that's one. That's the first. <laughs> oh, one. but hold up, hold up, hold up. After he says, "And hell's coming with me," yes, yes. they cut to that. Four horses. Yes. With the sun behind them. Yeah. Oh, the apocalypse. And it's, it's a, <laughs> I don't know how they're getting yep. that camera work, too, because they're right up alongside them. Uh, you know, what sort uh, of. If you, if you, if you, when you mention uh, the action video games, have you ever played Red uh, Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, sure. It's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh. that, that, that puts you, you can get lost in that. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. As as good as Grand Theft Auto is, there's something about being in the in the West and being kind of in that tombstone realm that I kind of dig yes. a little bit more. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's 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 cool stuff. But yeah, tombstone man. You, you's, well, we're, we're now yeah, getting I married. Mean, that, yeah. that, without without a question, it has to be one of the best performances by Val Kilmer. I never saw the the Doors. It's pretty um, amazing, and I, and I know he's up there with that. Yeah. That's one of his top, yeah. but. Val Kilmer, uh, there's so many quotables well, in, in Tombstone. We were just talking about that. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a Val Kilmer documentary coming out. Yeah. Uh, and what is it, Preston? It's just called Val. It's called Val. Val. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if, if all it was was Tombstone, if, if all it was was Doc Holliday, uh, that'd be enough. Uh, yes. It's just great because th- that, is a, that is the kind of friendship, that's a real friendship, where it's like, I don't care, you know, th- this is it. Like, okay, what do you... You, this guy's going to kill you. I'm going to kill him uh, before right. he kills you. I don't, and I don't need an explanation. This is it. This is how it goes. And that's yeah. that old west sort of, you know, for, for lack of a that that gallantry, you know, that it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, song, there's a song by Eric Clapton. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me from the from the Lethal Weapon Three soundtrack called "It Was Probably Me." Yeah. yeah. I love that song. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite songs. It almost brings me to tears, man, because my best friend who I've known since the fourth grade, 
and we're friends to this day. Uh, as much as I love women, and I love me some women, uh, he truly comes before a woman for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's wild. Yeah. Because I know I can depend on him with my life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I value that kind of stuff. No, it's true. Uh, by the way, I, I want to let the listening audience know that I, uh, for Stephen Aries, I just set up their registry at Neiman Marcus. Oh, Thank, nice. you. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Something small but tasteful yeah. as far as a reception. Do you agree? Yeah, so. Candlesticks make a nice present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find out where he's registered. Uh, nice. Well, listen, we got to wrap, Aries. It is great to see you. I'm so far. You know, next time, obviously, you'll be sitting next to us. We'll have you in here. And as always, uh, please, people, check out my podcast, Spears and Steinberg, The Jew and the Jerk. <laughs> or hit me up on Instagram and my DMs, and I'll send you the links. Awesome, Excellent. Aries. We love you, Aries. Yeah. Thank you for uh, coming on this morning. Yeah. You got it. You got yeah. it, brother. Aries Spears, guys. That's funny. Helium Comedy Club. Oh, my God. He's, uh, he's a he's huge me. Uh, Ben Affleck fan yeah. as well. as a Or Batfleck, somebody yeah, Batfleck. had texted in about. Yep. So. <laughs> nice. Oh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A little personal news to pass along. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. You're pregnant. No, 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 no. But it is medically related. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And it's so weird because I don't know how I did this. I have no idea how I did this. On uh, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, I came in and... My index finger hurt. It hurt to bend it. Um, it. It would make this popping noise every now and then. It felt like it was swollen, even though it didn't look like it was swollen. I'm like, man. What, uh, so I, I go through the week. It's, it's the kind of thing you're probably inclined to, uh, so I'll just shake it off. Yeah, exactly. Right, blah, blah, blah. So I go through a, a, a week. It still hurts. I, I texted Dr. Mike. He gave me some advice. It's freaking broken, man. I what? broke. I, I have, a, I have a, a fracture in my index finger. And I have no idea how I did it. So there was no point at no. which you like closed it in a door. So just out of the blue, not that I can remember, your bones are breaking. Yes, I mean that. I, stuff like that drives me crazy. Where I you feel, like what? I feel like Mr. Glass. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, from Unbreakable. Right. You know. Uh, what part of your finger? It, I don't know. I didn't look at the x-ray, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go to a doctor today. The loving part. And he's going to show... I got the x-ray yesterday, and then I just got word back, uh, you know, from, yeah. from Dr. Mike that it's fractured. Uh, so I go to a specialist today, a hand expert. Are you going to have to do physical therapy? Oh, I don't know. I doubt. No, they're going to they're gonna put a, a freaking brace on it and, you know, that and sucks. I'll have to deal with it for a few weeks. But I'm, And you, you'd gotten so good at wiping. I'm just yeah. mystified. Huh. That I broke it without any known trauma. Mm. I don't know but what the hell happened. You didn't hit your hand. So here's you remember- the deal. So okay, I, I I I had I remember Casey. I was complaining about my finger. I don't remember this or not. What day did it first start? It was Wednesday. Wednesday. It was not this past right. Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. I'm walking down the hall. Our uh, uh, our maintenance guy, uh, yeah. um, Jay, 
was in the hallway, and I go, hey, man, and I flung my arm up, <laughs> and I banged it on something on the wall, okay. either door, but Kathy, it had already been hurting. It had already oh. was, was, and then I just go, oh, man, you know, I'm like, dad, damn it, and then, but it couldn't have been that, because it had already hurt before that. It was already making the popping noise. Yeah. It was already doing this thing. Can you, re- but no time, listen, the odds that that simple flick will broke your finger i think it had to have been broken before this it, was had the, to, it, may, it may have exacerbated it yeah wednesday after uh thanksgiving uh correct okay not this past wednesday but the wednesday before i, I it was like a week like, and a half ago. were you doing like finger guns by any chance or? i don't know i don't know did um, you happen to i don't even know like maybe have sex on a hard surface not a bed maybe a floor or something like that <laughs> and maybe it got caught underneath <laughs> at, Certain point, <laughs> he knows something about my personal life. That's why he's bringing. I'm it just up. wondering. I'm just trying to figure out how this maybe happened, and you know, in the throes of passion, the, the floor wasn't very forgiving. Yeah. as far as um, yes. where he got a waterbed. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Case. Maybe it happened. <laughs> because honestly, there are other things going on that you wouldn't even pay attention to the slightest break because I- other. Awesome things are happening. I've wondered, for like, for, with, with toes and things like that. And um, so, you know, I, obviously, I, I don't want to tell them because it's a, it, it's, a, it's a brag story about yeah. how I saved someone from a, a, a dodgeball injury. Right. Uh, but my it's my index finger, which has now healed itself up pretty nicely. Yeah. So if you look, it's taken years, but it's linear. But uh, at that point, I you know, you these are the things that you just... you. If you could have very easily have passed on it, right? Do you think if you you were kind of going back and forth in your mind, should I go, should I not, should I go? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. you could have just said, ah, the hell with it. If you said, ah, oh, what the hell with it, what would happen? Uh, what? and when, With the broken finger. There would have been nothing wrong with it. Right. And yeah, it, it would have, I, I it would have eventually I, been healed in a weird way, right? There, there have been so many times that, I, uh, that I've gone to the doctor with a problem or something like that, and I almost get laughed right out of the office. Yeah. So, uh, so that is what kept me from going right away, because it hurt pretty bad. That's what kept me from going to the doctor right away, because I didn't want to be wasting anybody's time, and I didn't want to get to, you know, I didn't want to get the guilt trip uh, from... <laughs> Going you in feel like an idiot if you go in there. Yeah, so... That's the way they laughed at me when I went in with my lady. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was like, yeah. it's, it's inflamed. Uh, there's a couple texts that says, this one says, press, I injure myself in my sleep all the time. Oh. Uh, this person says, I have fractured my foot two years in a row by just walking barefoot. I mean, like not yeah. stubbing their toe yeah, you or, know what? or doing anything like that. My brother got a stress fracture in one foot because he had plantar fasciitis in the other foot. He he might have actually gotten the stress fracture in the same foot as the plantar fasciitis, <laughs> but sucks. but because of the way he was limping yeah. because of the plantar fa- and that's what he gets for calling my plantar fasciitis plantar vaginitis. <laughs> so so he got it too. So he got karma. Well, you better watch it. It's karma. <laughs> oh, that's great. Because guess what? It hurts, man. <laughs> I remember one time watching the Tempest Bledsoe talk show. Yes. And she had vitiligo. I said, that's, uh, that's something I wouldn't like to get. I got it. And you yeah. got it. So now whenever I see a disease or a mouth, uh, I, I want that. Yeah. Because it works the other way. Yes. Uh, by the way, somebody also texted and, said, and they said, don't worry, Rochelle will fix it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so here you go. So this person says, President, I had the same issue. My right index finger had three hairline fractures. No idea how it happened. It hurt for about two months. It must be easy to do. Maybe. Yeah. Your index finger, though, that's your business finger. Yeah, it's oh, my wife's favorite yeah, finger. Yeah, that's your finger. 
In fact, she called little little Preston. It's her favorite figure. Little Preston wants a little nookie. <laughs> Here comes Pointer. Here comes Pointer. Uh, what are they all called? Wait a minute. Pointer. Uh, Thumbkin. Thumbkin. Pointer. <laughs> uh, pinky, right? Yeah, yeah. I all I know is Thumbkin. Thumbkin and Pointer. I don't remember okay. the rest. I couldn't remember Thumbkin. And okay. the rest. Yeah, and the rest. Um, are here on Gilligan's Island. This may be a really stupid question, but what what's the difference between a uh, broken bone and a fracture? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked because we're going to the phones oh. to a man who's on Fox 29. Yeah. So, Penn Madison, my boy. I'm waiting for the music here. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, straight from the office, Dr. Mike Sorigliano. What's up, Dr. Mike? Uh, so, uh, one, I, what did I say the first time? I think Rochelle did this to you. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I, I give Dr. Mike the freedom to speak about my broken finger, yes. HIPAA, and so and forth. financial so, situation. Yeah, that, if he knows it, <laughs> sure, why not? I, I give him full permission here on the air. Uh, so, yeah, Dr. Mike, I, I called him. See, you know what? I felt like a like, like a, a dork bothering you with that because I'm like, there's going to be nothing wrong with this. And, of course, turns out it's, it's fractured. It's all right. I'm just doing a tracheotomy. Yeah. Listen, so number one, Sir William Osler, the father of American medicine, said, listen to the patient and they will tell you the diagnosis. Secondly, I like tests. You ask anybody around the country. Yeah, I know. You do. Yeah. You, do you do like tests. But you have to listen to your body. Yeah. And so if you have pain that's not going away, you don't want to ignore it. And you know who does that a lot? Men. Yep. Men tend to ignore their symptoms, and they don't get the medical care that they need. So you call. You do it. You get it done. We made a diagnosis. Now, interestingly, when people have fractures and we don't know why, we worry about two things, not in your case of course, but do they have low bone density, osteoporosis? That can happen. Uh, And secondly, God forbid, you have what's called a malignant fracture where there's a tumor and that can lead to an unexplained fracture, even just sitting. It's honestly, it kind of, what it's what I thought. I've never heard of that term before, Mike, but I was like, this thing had hurt. I didn't do anything to it. I'm like, I got cancer in my hand. Mm. I got some kind of tumor in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. I need a hysterectomy. <laughs> well, what what came to me the first the first thing that came to my mind is you're a drummer. That's what I was. That's it, that actually occurred yeah. to me, Mike. The, the, the same the same notion with because with and and you do it often. You but, do it a lot. But I haven't played in like a month. I've been taking a break, so I knew for you sure you picked up the sousaphone. That wasn't it. Yes, which is much easier on the fingers. Um, so so yeah, I, it was strange. And, and can you answer Nick's question, Mike? What is the difference between a break and a fracture? Well, it's a matter of semantics. I okay. mean, a fracture oh. is a break in the bone. but And there's all kinds of fractures. <clears throat> there's displaced fractures. Yours was non-displaced, meaning that the bone wasn't out of uh, – it, it, it wasn't uh, separated. It wasn't moved over to one side. wasn't uh, sticking through the skin, nothing, nothing that serious. So it was just a, uh, uh, a fracture where the bone was intact, but it was – broken. Now, uh, it's all a matter of, of, of semantics. And, and the thing is, you can do stuff to yourself, especially uh, press as we get older. Uh, things are, you know, the cartilage and the connective tissue is not what it was when you're 18. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, my cartilage when I was 18. Oh, God man. damn. Mm. Would get hard like that. Unbelievable. All you had to do is yeah. talk about cartilage. <laughs> my like cartilage would stiffen up. <laughs> I'd wake up in the morning, the sheet would be poking up. <laughs> <laughs> my cartilage. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, uh, so, so now I'm going to, uh, a specialist, Dr. Bozenka. Yeah. Uh, today, and he's going to, uh, I've, I've actually had to go to him before. Well, when, could... when I broke my left hand. Oh, <laughs> lucky you. That was indoor skydiving. So, Mike, if you were, if, <laughs> so, Mike, if you were to just let something like this go, what would be the long-term prognosis? Well, it, it probably, it could turn into arthritis. It, mm. it could uh, cause chronic pain. Uh, you just want to make sure that you take care of it, especially uh, if you don't get an x-ray, you really don't know whether it's displaced or not. Mm. And it's not the right thing to do. You, it, knowledge is power. And so when you have the knowledge that there is a fracture there, then you take care of it. Now, what is he going to do? He'll probably either brace it or put it in a cast or something like that. Uh, but the issue then is you, you take care of it and you do the right thing so you don't end up having arthritis down the road or, or worse, chronic pain. That's what you want to avoid. Okay. All right. Well, it, this is the potential for a, for a very touching, inspiring story of a man who comes back from his finger. And, <laughs> from a finger fracture. Yes. Finger blaster. <laughs> finger blaster. <laughs> it was his wife's favorite finger. Yeah. Something's <laughs> missing in our relationship. I can't get my finger to work. <laughs> All right. And then a young therapist comes in. Yeah. I am Catherine Romano. I know all about finger blasting. <laughs> so, so that's our sage advice. Sage that's advice true. from uh, uh, the from man, Dr. Mike. Yeah. Right, Dr. Mike, thank you, sir. We love you. You know that. Listen, this is why I'm always, uh, they're always watching me. At the <laughs> well, we get you in trouble, but you get yourself in trouble. That's why we, we get along so well. You never know where I'm going. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Be safe, be safe, be safe. All right, love you, love you. Love you, love you. All right, uh, hang on a second here. David uh, wants to comment. Hi, David, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh. Excellent, excellent. So is, am I reading correctly? You pretty much have the same thing as me? Dude, I just got off night shift at Jefferson Hospital, hopped in the car, and heard you talking about this, and I was like, uh, it was like deja vu. How, uh, how long has it been bothering you? Uh, about two weeks now. Yeah. Okay. And you, uh, just, go ahead. All right. Same thing. So index finger and it's popping. Left index finger. When I bend it, it pops. It okay. hurts. It doesn't look swollen. Yeah. I went, but, I went to my chiropractor the other day and told him about it. He yanked it. It popped. Oh, like oh Dr. Mike did you just passed out when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, uh, chiropractor. Because, um, uh, yeah, that was yank my finger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I listen. It was. It was. It. It felt like it was swollen, but it didn't. It doesn't look like it. That's the way it feels to me. And so, sure enough, I, you, you should go. You go get an X-ray, dude. Well, now I'm going to. So I'm going to take care of a couple other things that have been bothering me. I got a big toe that's half numb, and uh, so I figured maybe two for one on the X-ray. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, good luck, David. Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. All right, we'll see you. Listen, I, several years ago, I finally to start, uh, decided if something's bothering me, go to the damn doctor. I yeah. used to I used to put it off, put it off. This one I put off. This is unlike me. I haven't done yeah. that in a while. And here, I, and I should have gone a week ago. Yeah. I, I've been having some problems with my uh, shoulder slash chest area that I'm like, I'm not going to go to the doctor because I think it's just a... 
a direct result of me having a daily football catch with my son. Yeah, but, be. you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I really, I don't know if this is, like, more severe than it, than it you know, maybe feels like. Uh, but what I really wanted to ask was, at what point did, because I remember when I was a kid, when I, because I broke a couple of bones, I went to my doctor and in the basement of my doctor's office, they had an x-ray machine, and they don't do that anymore. Right. There's only, like, one place that I can think of, that in let's say, in even the last decade, that they actually had an x-ray machine in the office. Now, they have to order you one. Or you go you, out, right? you have to You have to go to a radiology yeah. uh, place to get an x-ray. Right. And, and, and oh. that's the part of it that's, like, the pain in the ass. I'm like, it used to be so... Easy. Fun. You, yeah. No, not fun, but it was easy. You just went to one place. Right. That, you know, they go, okay, we're going to have to take you for an x-ray. Go downstairs, get the x-ray. Okay, it's broken. Let's cast it up. And now you got, like, three different trips. I know. And that's it's, what sucks. It's a pain in the ass because yeah. now there's full radiology departments. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where you got to go. And well, uh, th- That's why I do love the, you know, the, the pen setup is that you're, you're kind of within the same area there. But, I mean, still... You know, it, it's it's like oh, yeah. it eats yeah. up a good chunk of your day. But listen, you could have had you you don't you don't want to have arthritis because this injury becomes something more profound, as Doctor Mike was saying. You yeah. know, and it's your wife's favorite finger. We know that. I know. <laughs> I know. I gotta save it. Uh, so anyway, it'll you be put a little tuxedo on it when it's all healed, Preston. But I just, <laughs> I, I just thought it was weird that I don't know how it happened. Wants so. to have some fun. <laughs> Maybe it's the dementia thing, Kathy. Maybe that's uh, oh, we're oh, talking. Oh, yeah. Do you call it Tony Preston? Yeah. yeah, Tony. Yeah, right. From Your the, wife really wants some. <laughs> from The Shining. The early um, onset of dementia, yeah. Well, Kathy has a, a story to share as well, oh, and man. it has to do with uh, wearing a mask. Yeah. What happened? So, uh, Marissa, Casey, and I were having a discussion about, um, like, masks and them getting dirty and it just being, like, just, you know, some of it being disgusting. You got to wash them, all that kind of stuff. And so this happened a little while ago, uh, but I... That just made me think of it when we had that conversation yesterday. So (laughs) I was at a restaurant and I had had a couple glasses of wine and I went to use the restroom. And uh, in using the restroom, I, uh, you know, women don't sit, they hover. There's a whole, you know, process when you go into the bathroom. Uh, And my... Are Are we going to do that, the whole story? uh, And so my mask was hanging on one ear like yeah. i didn't fully take it off and hold it in my hands yeah uh because you got to maneuver a few things i was holding like you know part of my shirt up and then you got to reach for the toilet paper you got to hover yeah so it was hanging on the one side of my oh, ear no i know where this is going and it fell directly in the toilet in the toilet oh, yeah listen oh. is this why you have this chain on it no, now no, i thought listen, you were no. gonna say on the ground no no and i was gonna say whatever but the toilet in, in the toilet even that would gross me out uh, you think? Yeah. It was awful. Had it you was made disgusting. No. No big So, <laughs> this was, a, like I said, this was a little while ago. I wasn't in Pennsylvania. I was in New York. Worse. There were different, but there were different restrictions. Like, you know, when you go into a place, yeah. like, you, you know, yeah. a lot of places, like down at the Jersey Shore, uh, when I went to a restaurant there, it was outside, but even just walking to your table, they stopped you and they're like, hey, you know, put your masks on, right. put your mask on. Right. So I, like, <laughs> oh, I was no. nervous. I was, I, now I'm stuck in the bathroom. So I'm like, well, what do I do? I had a shirt on that I could not put up over my face because... You get on the uh, Well, it, yes. Yeah, so, so it was low cut, and had I pulled it up, then, like, my, 
my stomach. stomach would have been yeah. hanging out. Like, it just yeah. was not, everything was not, nothing was going my way. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy okay. would come out looking like she's doing the dance of the seven veils <laughs> with this over her, over her face and her, her entire we'll midriff. We'll be great with the Casbah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the more I think about it, and as I thought about it in the past, uh, you know, couple of months since it's happened, really? um, my reaction was not what should have been done. What was your reaction? Well, I should have just walked to the table from the bathroom. I yeah. mean, listen, I, I get it. Yes, we have to wear masks, and I do wear my mask everywhere. But, like, there was... The, it was in the toilet. There was no, piss on it. There was piss on it. I can't put that back on. <laughs> Except I did. No! <laughs> get out of here! What? I was so nervous to walk. I don't know why. It's, like, it's not like somebody's going to, like, sniper shoot me because yeah. I have no... Piss mask on. But was it already wet? Let me ask you. Was was the mask? It was wet. Why would it have been wet? You dropped it in the oh, toilet. Yeah, after I dropped yeah, yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, okay. So did you then wash, wash it? Off? I took it out of the toilet, so now my hand had to go in the <laughs> yeah. toilet. Now, uh, you should have used your hands. You should have grabbed it with your teeth. It was seriously. Well, and this is all like coronavirus, you know, our, sure. our life now. So, yeah. of course, every, piss. everywhere I go, I think I'm going to get it. And yeah. now I've got to stick my hand in a freaking public toilet Steve. and pull out my mask. Kathy reached into the toilet. Oh, my no. God. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. I think that those... Preston, I think those were actually my word, the words coming out of my mouth. So I washed it as best I could with okay. the hand soap in the bathroom. Right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I was in there a while, and then I, like, wrung it out, uh, and I was like, could you? Was there Was there an electric hand dryer? Uh, uh, yes, there was so an So you could dry it with uh, that? Like, a little bit, but it also, it was, like, one of those ones that was, like... Um, uh, you know, like it was. There was. Yeah, no it wasn't a Dyson. It, it was. Yeah. No. Wait, were you wearing a bra? Uh, yes. Could I you always, have fashioned a face mask out of the bra? I always wear a bra. Um, Steve, listen. I, I just again, I had had like a, I had like a couple yeah. glasses of wine, and right, so right. I was like, you can't. So I'm stuck in this bathroom. I'm like, you can't leave. It's horrible. Until you can put the mask. Back it's horrible. On. And I did. Mm. I stood there for a little while, and I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can do it. Like maybe I'll just make a run for it. But like, you what? did it. And I, I put the mask on, if and I went back to the table. Oh my god! I'm surprised I, you're still alive. I'm really right? surprised I'm still alive. Do you bring? Yeah. Do you bring? So I have around my, the stick shift of my car. I have three masks, uh, just for oh, you know, yeah. just without. So I, I have a backup. I went into now. This is nothing like your case, but I went into Primo. <laughs> you know it, now because it's the winter. You're putting on a. You're putting on a thing on your head. You put maybe a scarf. You got you know. So you're now you're like you know assembling yeah. your uniform and you're going out in inclement weather. And I forgot the mask. So I go walking into Primo, and I'm like, ah! You know, right. and, and so I'm like, I'm pulling up the shirt, and I'm like, and fortunately, they had a mask. They could give me, give me there. So did you have your phone with you in the bathroom? No, I don't. I didn't have anything with me. Like I just. I was going to say that would you could have called oh, whoever you were with yeah. and said, "Bring me, bring me a mask." I'm about to hire a hitman to kill <laughs> me right now. You could you come yes. to the bathroom and shoot me in the head? Of all the people, yes, this to right, happen to. Right. Yeah. It would have been great though, Kathy, if you had had raging diarrhea. No, no, oh, it was man. nothing like that. And, and I mean, that would be a story. That would and, be a better movie than your finger movie. And they were out of toilet paper. Yes. So she would have oh. no choice but to use the mask. Oh, 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 my God. So I guess oh, here's God, what you might have been able to do, and this is hindsight. I just gave myself a dirty Sanchez. Kathy is taking some toilet paper, oh, and as you walk up, head. hold it over your face. I'm sure there were And men. then go to the maitre d' or whoever and, and ask if there was a, you know, if they had any disposable yeah, masks so, or something Preston, like that. Preston, there were many other options that, yeah. 
could have, you know, taken place. But they've got but, everyone so wound up with this. That's what, that's what I mean. I was nervous, and I was like, I'm in New York. Like, um, what are the rules here? Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And, and, like, things had just gone into effect, and oh, my God. So The truth of the matter is, an choice. occasional lapse is not, you know, yeah. is well, not good. So, I mean, did you have to slap a piss-soaked mask on your face? Could I have no. just walked through the restaurant yeah. to my table and been like, I'm yeah. so sorry. Holding your mask. There's piss all over You it. could have even held the mask off your face and or said, like my arm. Can you help me out? Yeah. I dropped this in the toilet. Exactly. So yeah. many other options. Yeah. Oh, could you help me out with that steak knife? Could you plunge it into my throat? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nine yes. times. Unless you're standing there going, this is America and you're going to make me do no, this. No. It's oh, not going to be that big of a deal. So, oh, no, I know that's yeah. not what it was, but I think people are understanding yeah, yeah, if you yeah. just come up and say, look, I, 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 I dropped my mask in the, in the crapper. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I was, I was so nervous, and I didn't know what to do. And the, oh my that's god! Funny. And so, like, I don't like to think about it. So I think that's why I, did, I originally didn't out? bring it up to you guys. Yeah. And then I had this conversation. But we handled with, it uh, uh, thoughtfully. Yeah, right. You guys helped <laughs> yeah. a lot. Only one or two diarrhea mentions. Uh, how long before you got home, or after you got home, did you take a shower? Oh yeah, no shower and like the that mask. You must have ran your like, chin across a wood plane. <laughs> like I could have washed it, but I was like, no, this is forever. You just throw it away. Gone. <laughs> this needs to go in the trash. By the way, yeah. like it's the the thing with the the mask. Like if sometimes you don't realize. You know, like you've eaten something and and then you put the mask back on and you're like, oh my god. I can smell, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I hate that. So I will, I will, I will take a little like cologne or something, or a little Febreze or something, just to freshen it up. I was outside at a, crazy. at a fire pit, yeah. uh, and the next day I put the mask on to come here yeah, into yeah. work, oh. and I don't put it on until I get to the front door. And right. I was like, oh, oh my god, this is so strong. Like the smell was giving me a it's, headache. Ah, oh, it's horrible. Several times I've been at like Wawa and making up a cup of coffee, and I mix in you know creamer and a little bit of milk and start up. And then I take it up to the <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love that. And I've actually yeah. spilled some on my mask. Yes. You idiot. So I, I always put a straw in, like, like a little the little stir stick straw. Yeah. And it bink, and it bends on my mask. <laughs> uh, Kath, in, in our conversation yesterday that I guess sparked this memory for you, uh, we were talking about sneezing into your yeah. mask. I had to sneeze into my mask three times yesterday after. And that, I think, might be the first time that I actually had to sneeze while wearing the mask. Was and it the rapid-fire sneezes that you have, like three in a row? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, actually, um, they were... Th- so, essentially, it was like nine sneezes. So, it was three, oh, wow. three sets, sets of, three. of three sneezes. I'm good at math. Uh, you wow. are. Um, but we were talking about whether or not you take your mask off to sneeze, which makes... If you're Zero outside, sense, yeah. or, listen, productive. I was inside when I did it, so I, I had I no don't choice. Know. I, who the hell knows? Yeah. I, like, I'll tell people, like, sometimes, it depends. You want to honor people's sensitivities. And err on the side of caution. And err on the side of caution and be respectful. And whatever your level of fear about all of this is. Yeah. And you try to do the right thing. Like, in here in the studio, I will go into the corner and elbow into the, the deal. You can also, Case, if you want to, you know, pull your mask up and put your face down, you pull your shirt. Yeah, I guess you're right. Your shirt collar up and sneeze into it because, I mean, while that's not a pretty thing to do either, uh, at least it won't be caked on the mask that's sitting on your I head. understand <laughs> that if you piss all over your mask stop. and then sneeze, right. it will stop any contagions right. from being released. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I watched a guy, he was working a booth at the mall and this is probably towards the end of the summer. He 
pulled his mask down to cough. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Know. Like, that no. guy, you just you you're, make you're doing no sense. Yes. Yeah. yeah, drop in the toilet first. <laughs> That's what God. you got to do. Oh, wow, man, I know, pray but for me. I'm, I'm, no, oh. I'm actually, I'm kind of proud oh, uh, yeah. of you uh, for, <laughs> you know, you could have done other things, but the fact that you did that is bravery. You know, so. when there's a little wine involved, it's like it doesn't feel as as bad. Right, right. You should have said your water broke. <laughs> Steve, there were so many other options. Well, said, bigger issues here. Forget the mask. Wow. This woman is just about to give birth. You're hardly showing at all. <laughs> um, all right. Anyhow, that's an interesting story. Thanks yeah. for sharing. We'll take a break and we will be right back with the Bizarre File. Make sure you stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's band is Kara Kara. Kara Kara, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And the Bizarre File is sponsored by Mulch Works of Aston, offering the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. Visit mulchthis.com. All right. This guy was okay. That's why this is funny. Okay. After preface that. A Staten Island man fell headfirst into his coin pond and got stuck there for a half hour. Oh, my God. Tuesday afternoon while trying to clean out the front yard fish habitat. <laughs> Natal Pizzolo, who is 85, and his wife, Joan, uh, said that he floundered and fell into a drainage ditch at the bottom of the pond. The fish were biting my nose. He said, uh, I, was doing just, I was just doing some maintenance to the koi pond when I fell inside the hole. It, he had drained it. So, right, yeah. Right. Uh, when first responders arrived at the house, uh, they could see his feet sticking straight up in the air, according to an FDNY uh, spokesperson. And he said, this isn't something that you see every day. The proverbial fish out of water said that he was stuck for nearly 30 minutes inside a small rock pond uh, before he managed to call out and get the attention of Joan, who was inside the house at the time. She said, I heard a faint scream from outside. Leave me alone. Uh, she said she realized she hadn't seen her husband in a while. I don't love you. Uh, she <laughs> rushed out to find Natalie uh, trapped shoulder deep in the drain and dialed 911. Are uh, koi ponds routinely deep? Uh, it depends. Like, uh, I had, it, you know, I, I had a pond that could have housed koi at our old house, and it was only two and a half feet deep, right? something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, firefighters were apparently very concerned about the possibility of him being partially submerged in water. Uh, he managed to drain the pond before falling in, and firefighters were able to pull him to safety. Uh, members of Engine 160 arrived on the rescue real quick, Jones said. The pond itself is shallow and lined with rocks and uh, decorative frog and turtle statues. <laughs> the, the drainage ditch at its bottom is about eight feet deep. Oh, wow. Said, so, yeah. eight-foot-deep koi pond? That's as deep as my swimming pool. Yes. Uh, that's pretty wild. So the drainage ditch is eight feet deep. I, I don't know if it means the pond is as well. Uh, so he oh, he also keeps sharks in there. He declined a trip to the hospital <laughs> and said he suffered some bruises on his arms, which were bandaged up. An Idaho college student may have set a Guinness World Record when he traversed 
100 meters of slip and slide in 10.4 seconds. Wow. Uh, Jeff Roper, a mechanical engineer from uh, mechanical mechanical engineering major That's a- at Brigham University. You said 100 meters? Yeah. Used uh, dirt trenches, painters tra- tarps, and a garden hose. Man. To create the long slip and slide course near his grandparents' home. Now, it was headed down an incline. Carrie, Casey's uh, brow is furrowed. Are you thinking this is uh, something you want to take on? Well, this is something I wanted to do like a couple of years ago. We were ago, talking man. about trying our own thing. Yeah, because they were supposed to have the largest slip and slide in the city. Yeah, and, that and then fell that through. fell through. Because like, insurance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love slip and slides. Witnesses, including the sheriff's office deputies, were on hand to watch as Roper reached a top speed of 32 miles an hour while sliding across the tarps. Imagine sliding across the surface of something at 30 miles an hour. You should see him at the end when he hits. It's pretty funny. It's, dude, yeah, he hits pretty hard. That's like action park stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So Roper traversed 100 meters or 328 feet in 10.4 seconds. A student said he submitted evidence from the uh, attempt to Guinness World Records and expects to hear by late January whether his feet was accepted or not. It should be. Do you think they soaped it down or was it just water? Soap would probably be a main element, That's a right? Good question. Because a lot of times soap is a, a key element when you just have a regular backyard slip and slide. Yep. They suggest yep. you put some uh, dish soap on it. Yep, you are correct. I think we could get Casey to break some kind of world record. We yeah. need it. We need to Absolutely. do that at some point. But How that... about longest free fall without a cushion? <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Uh, as two deputies responding to a pedestrian versus vehicle crash, the sheriff's office said that um, they ran over the same pedestrian who was already dead. Oh, my God. The incident happened around 4 a.m. on Sunday. Officials said a uh, 27-year-old Orlando man walked into Hillsborough Avenue or onto it and was struck by a 41-year-old man, woman driving east. The woman reported the crash and is cooperating with authorities. As two deputies responded to the crash, both of them hit the same pedestrian still lying in the middle of the road. At this point, the pedestrian was dead? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol said the pedestrian had already been killed in the first collision. Come on, uh, man. Yeah, he was already dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the you two could, deputies... You just tell. 20... <laughs> <laughs> the two deputies, 24 and 25 years old, have been with the department since uh, January and May of 2019, and they will conduct the crash investigation. The department will on this. The Danish government has ordered mink farms to cull over one million animals. Oh, my God. Due to reported outbreaks of coronavirus among the species. Prize for its fur. A mink can carry coronavirus? I guess that's the case. The outbreak among the mink population was detected in late June after a COVID-19 patient was linked to a mink farm in North Jutland. North Jutland. As of this month, mink on around 60 farms in North Jutland have tested positive for coronavirus. And in addition, uh, 46 farms are under suspicion. Can't they give them masks? Uh, The Danish Minister of Food, Mogens Jensen, had said... Uh, he said, we have continuously launched initiatives to manage and contain the spread of infection. In view of the recent large increase, we must unfortunately state that it has not been sufficient to prevent continued spread of infection among the North Jutland mink herds. So how how big is the herd? Do they give any indication? It says over a million. 
Okay, so I wonder yeah. what the, the full size of the herd is. I don't know. If the order fifty million. Uh, the order mandates that uh, mink farms within five miles of the farm or herd that is confirmed or suspected to be infected with the coronavirus must be culled. Jesus. That's uh yeah. Uh, that's if I were the chinchillas, I'd be nervous. Yeah. All right, and then one last story. Police say they summoned uh, 45-year-old James Kempf for assault after he allegedly struck another man on Monday afternoon. Now, Kempf was walking by the alleged victim, a 52-year-old man, who Kempf told police barked at him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kemp allegedly walked up to the man and slapped him in the face. <laughs> was issued a summons. <laughs> down, boy! Down! <laughs> That's an old man. It's an old it man. Is. An it old is. Australian man. Yep. He's described... He's... <laughs> Australian man in an interview <laughs> describing a dog, dog attack. Attack. It was uh, yeah. We should see if you have that full audio. Okay, so we yeah. can refresh okay. the audience. Kempf was issued a summons charging him with assault and a two thousand dollar fine. Uh, misdemeanor is punishable by up to six months incarceration and a thousand dollar fine. Police did not divulge why the man was barking or why. <laughs> I can't believe I actually found it because it's labeled Hansen, crazy dog. Hanson allegedly responded in the way he did. All right, we have it? Yeah. All right, this was it. Now, yesterday morning, I came out into the front yard and the dogs were across the road. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> and I just made it into the front door. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the funny part is his wife is standing next to him. And when he goes into that, yeah. he starts spasming wildly. And leaning in and she's looking at him like, yeah, hey, you're an idiot. Now, yesterday morning, I came out into the front yard and the dogs were across the road. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> and I just made it into the front door. But that's from. He, he could have just said they they came at me barking furiously. No, yeah, he, he had to done. recreate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might be time to consider a divorce. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's your bizarre file. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's lesson question time and trash and music news. We'll see how you do. Stay with us. Hey, just in the past week, we have had an in-depth and light Zoom with the amazing Ken Burns. Our buddy Kate Flannery, Meredith from The Office, played the piano for us. We hung out with Michael and Kevin Bacon, the Bacon Brothers. I spoke to one of my idols, Alex Lifeson of Rush. Pete Holmes made us laugh. We met the newest member of the Jackie Bam Bam fan club. That would be Dan Arbach from the Black Keys. And Mark Wahlberg was in our studio. All those moments are posted now on PrestonandSteve.com. You know, we were off uh, last week, yes. so when we return, there's always some stories here and there, some things that happened during I'm Off, and we're dying to hear this one from Kathy Romano. 
so sad. It's not a good one. And, no. and uh, in fact, it's Kathy terrible. used the word on our call last night, traumatized. I'm t- I was. I still am. I'm having nightmares no. about it. Okay. It's so, it's, okay, let me explain wh- and why it's so uh, sad and difficult for me. So I was fully, 100% attacked by my cat. What? Yeah. Like, had this attack been a dog, the dog would have had to been put down. Okay. Um, yes. So do you guys remember last Sunday, the Sunday, right, uh, right. The first, uh, weekend we were on vacation, there was a storm that came through and there were like 70 mile per hour winds. Yeah. 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 Yep. So it came, it, it, when it happened, it happened out of nowhere. Like I knew it was coming. They kept saying high winds, all of that, but it was a nice day. I had my screen door open. I had, uh, or I had all my windows open and I was sitting there watching TV. Cat was sitting on my lap and all of a sudden it just, the wind came and it not, I have, um, a, a window ledge with all plants on it all of the plants fell off and so i jump up did it fall into the house or out into the house yeah fell in and you know dirt all over the place and and the cat you know gets freaked out and and jumps off of me and i yell and i'm like oh you gotta be kidding me because all the plants fell everywhere there's now a big mess so i go over to the door i shut the door i close the two windows where the mess is and i walk away from the mess i'm like i'll get to it because all the other windows in the house were open So I go into the living room uh, to start closing the windows and I shut the first window and I feel like scratches on my leg and I turn around and it's her and I'm like, what are you doing? And I sure I I, I kick her away and uh, she doesn't go away. So now she and I see her. All her hair is up. Her eyes looked oh. so strange. They were there. There was no color to them. The pupil right. of the eye was huge, huge. Taking in eyes. as much light yeah. as they can, they're ready to attack. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was very scary. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, and I and so she doesn't like loud noises. She doesn't like loud people. If somebody comes over and they're loud, she hides. So I know that this is what it was. It was the probably the plants falling. It was me yelling yeah. at the plants. It was all of that and. But when I shoot her, she didn't go anywhere. She came back at me. She latched onto my leg. She bit, uh, bit my leg, scratched uh. me. Again, I get her off, and now I'm now I I don't know what to do because she's not going away. So I start walking over towards. Um, a, a, like a, a little love seat that I have, which has another window that needs to be shut. I'm thinking, you're going to go away now. Nope. She jumps back on me. So four times she's latched onto my leg, biting through my pants into Whoa. my skin. Whoa, my I, God. I'm now, I have to, I don't know what to do. So I jump up on the couch in the corner of the room and I'm high, I'm, I'm away from her. I'm turned away from her because I don't want her to jump up like on top of yeah, you know, sure. my face. face, or my face. Yeah. So now I can't see anything. I don't, you know, I know she's, I'm, and I'm kind of trying to look out of the corner of my eye. She's still there, like ready to pounce on me. She's not moving away. I take the big, huge pillow from yeah. the couch and throw it at her. And all, I'm still thinking in my head, like, I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to like punt her across the yeah, room. She's yeah. little, oh, you know. Yeah, Is she a kitten? No, uh, they're three. Just a young cat. Okay, yeah. Meanwhile, right. the other cat, by the way, is just sitting there, like staring yeah. at me, like Eating nothing's popcorn. wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah like sick. nothing is wrong at all. I'm like, can you help? Can you get her? So I'm now I'm screaming. I'm screaming in the corner, crying, like yeah. whole thing. And when it was over, I was like, I was so sad. She's the one that will snuggle up with me in bed. She wakes me up in the morning. She'll get like right in my face. Her little wet yeah. nose wakes me. Up. Like she's. So sweet. And up until uh, that happened, I would have never thought 
twice about her uh, hurting anybody or, or her around kids or anything like that. Um, she, like I said, she gets spooked. If there's loud noises, she'll hide. But, like, she's never scratched anybody. She's, ne- like, nothing. And this was a full-on attack. Oh. My... And and I, you know, of course, I read up on it. Um, but apparently, like fifty percent of cat bites will get infected. Yes. Right. So now the my cat scratch fever is a real thing. Okay. So now my leg is infected in oh, two spots. No. Wow. Really? Yep. Uh, and I, Dr. Mike's like, you have to go on this uh, specific medicine, which makes me sick. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm on medicine that makes me feel terrible. And yeah. And I. It, a lot of people don't know that Ted Ninja was a veterinarian. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yes, like I was, I really was traumatized by this, like my, this thing that I love that you and love I dearly. take care of every single day. Like I couldn't believe that she, I felt like being like, it's me. What are you doing? It's right? me. Just right. remember, just remember <laughs> again with there, I, I have nine, I've had many cats. I've had very aggressive cats that we've been fostering. They are ultimately animals, and they react in ways. There are animals that freak the hell out during lightning storms Mm -hmm. and things of that nature where they um, used to have neighbors down the road who had a a dog who would basically, like, try to attack them. It would become so terrified of lightning and thunder that they had to, like, close it in a room because it became so Mm. aggressive. The, the cat's response, like, you you, you did the, the CSI on it. It's true. All that noise probably I, yeah. sent the, the cat into a state of panic. But it's hard to think this little cuddle bug of yours could could get that way. But, it, you know, that that's... And if you wouldn't see the bite marks, I mean, like, yeah. the scratch marks where I could get away with that. There, here, there's here. scratch marks. This is a... I have a long cut down my arm. This is just from my cat jumping off my arm. Yeah, so, like, I have those all, all down yeah. my leg, the scratch marks. But the bite marks, like, she went into my skin, like, yeah. four different times. And I, you didn't punch her at all? I, a case, I gave her, like, the first time I gave her a little kick to, like, shoo her. Yeah. Not, no, in no way did it hurt her at all. But mm-hmm. You're just brushing her away. Brushing yeah, her away. Yeah. But she, like, it was, that was also what was so weird about it was that I couldn't shoo her. For somebody that is, like, she is a scary cat. Like, she'll hide. I'm like, why are you not running and hiding? Like, I mean, she could have thought, in all that cacophony that occurred, when it occurred, she could have thought that you were a- attacking and so in her, it's a cat. It's an animal. It doesn't so there's a fight or flight. There's a so she may have passed that fight or flight, and now it became I've got to fight to live. And yeah. you were the object. But, was, you were the aggressor. And so she goes. There's classic footage of a um, of a guy talking about pet adoption week. It's a, I think it's a deputy. <laughs> yeah. And he's oh, got and the, yeah, the yeah, cat, yeah. and the cat does exactly what you're talking about. Up the inside of the leg, <laughs> biting on a leash, balls. Right? Yeah, on his leash. <laughs> yeah. and the, I mean, that's the way they get yeah. if they're scared crapless. Well, and but, I but know that it was. I, I feel I, so bad for you. I, listen, I was and I was on the phone with Doctor Mike, and he's like, "Are you are you crying?" And yeah. I was like, Aww. "Yes." And he's like, "Over the cat." And I was like, "Well, this is just like the icing on the cake. Like, yeah. this is my animal. This yeah. this thing that I take care of." And but I, it, what you're right, Steve. Like, I know it was me yeah. that yelled. Yeah. That it, it was the wind. It was all of the stuff crashing down, and then it was me yelling that I guess she looked at me. Mm. As the aggressor, are you guys but, cool now? Like, is the did the cat ever? Yeah. Well, she she hid for the rest of the night, um, and then Jason and I went away for three days, so we weren't home. And when we came back, and I don't know, it's probably yeah. in my head, but I'm like, she's not like she's coming over to me, but she's not doing her like super sweet. Like, it's almost like she knows, yeah. And she's like, I, I need to ease 
back into this. But it was weird. It was Would like... Would have been better if you came home and she'd prepared dinner? Uh, something. Yeah. My God. Or, yeah. yeah. Learned how to scoop <laughs> her own litter right. or something? Look, I bought you some succulents. But it uh, was, it, she looked possessed. It, yeah. was, it was No, when you see a cat... When you see cats go at it, you know, when they're... When they're I've seen my share. I've, I had to, I had a cat that was, she was pregnant. Uh, uh, no, she had just had, had kittens. She was defending her kittens. I was coming in. We were fostering this, this animal and her kittens to try to get them to a, to a safe place, in, you know, down the road so the kittens could be self-sustaining and the mom could be adopted. I literally, Kathy, had to go in with like long pants, a winter coat, and I was wearing welding Those gloves, gloves yeah. and, and I had like 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 a mask because I would have to just grab the cat, hold it out <laughs> like I was holding uranium away from my body. It was the only way to get anything done. We got a number of calls coming in, but first we got to go to the good doctor, Kathy, because he wants to uh, address it. So... From uh, Fox 29 and Penn Medicine, Dr. Mike Cerigliano Yay! is online. Hey, Dr. Mike. Kathy, yes. what were you supposed to do? No, it was. I know what you're going to say. It wasn't what I was supposed to do. You said you can call me tomorrow morning. No, I, I said you will call me. <laughs> I hate calling Dr. Mike on the weekends because oh I feel like. Oh, my God. I, listen, I know, but he works hard all week long. No. And if, does if I, disease, excuse me, does disease I know. care that it's a holiday? <laughs> I know, I know. It doesn't care. Well, so I would have called you, you had it, if it was worse or I didn't oh think it was getting God. better. No, I'm, you're killing me. He was literally yelling at me. He's like, you need to go to the ER. If if this gets worse, you're going to the ER. Oh, my God. You never could. So how are you? Are you getting better? Yes, I, I think that it's getting better. My leg doesn't think? feel okay. like it's going to fall It's off. not going to fly with Dr. Mike. Think doesn't fly. Uh, well, oh, my God. All right. Well, after the show, you're going to call me, right. and you're going to make sure that we're on the same page here. Take some uh, pictures cat of it. bites can be very serious, yeah. and uh, you, you, you're, you're taking the medicine I gave you, right? which is augmentin, amoxicillin, clovulinic acid. That is a broad-spectrum antibiotic that is very important for animal bites because of its wide-spectrum treatment. That's the important thing. So All it right. makes me feel terrible, and Dr. Yeah. and Dr. Mike knows that, and he's like, you got to suck it up. Like, you have well, to just take it. I mean, there are other options, but that's the one that we really want to use. And, and, and look, call me later. When I hurt, you know, I'm, t- I'm already with patients, but you're, you're – hearing you, and you're killing me. You're yeah, killing me. You, you, just take his advice and, and learn. And, and Dr. Mike, anything else you should do? Should she stop doing well, tuna? Well, I told her to use Hippocleanse, which is an antibacterial oh. soap to use uh, with some uh, warm water mixed 50-50 to, to kind of just uh, uh, make sure that we cleanse the area. But, I okay. mean, this is something you cannot no. take lightly because it can be very, very serious. It's true. Yeah. yeah, that that soap that he's talking about. I mean, it's like it's no joke. Do, it, it, some people will use. Maybe there. I, I used to know this woman, and Doctor Mike. Perhaps you can verify this. She would use like like clinical medical grade disinfectant that's, soap. That, that's what this stuff is. Like I think. like like that was her regular soap, and it no, ended no, up no, screwing no, no. things up. You don't up. want to do new. Yeah. New. Okay. You don't want to, especially the, the components like triclosan and stuff. You create antibiotic resistance. But you look, you 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 in in a case like this, you want to make sure and jump on this, like the cat did. By the way, what did I tell you? And Shall we tell you? I told put the cat down. He goes I'm get sorry, rid of it. Steve. I love you, it. man. But you know, I would have bit the cat. Cat bites me, I'm biting the cat. I would punch okay. it in the face. It was so scary. And you think like this little thing, you can you can mm-hmm. handle it. it right. was, 
I've had a cat attached to my leg before and, you know, grab him by the scruff to try and get him off there. It's like, this thing's not coming off well, of you, here. You also, know. you run a twofold risk because their their claws, as you know, yes. curl. Yeah. So if you try to extract them that way, <laughs> gonna you're going to make it worse. Steve, I always think of the old uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, it's essentially just like a mini tornado <laughs> yeah. with just a claw uh, sticking out every yeah, now and yeah. then with claws and you just throw it over there and it gets uh, on somebody. So, uh, so you right. recommend that Kathy put the cat down? Is that what you're saying? Because I no, disagree I'm with that. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, right. Look, I yeah. love cat. I have a cat. The cat seems to love me most when it's getting fed. It yes. loves, you know. Yeah. It gives me these eyes. All right. But well, anyway, I'm uh, more into. Uh, 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 you're you're more into beasts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. They don't bother me. I don't bother them. They look <laughs> the, okay. Kids are kids. You can just send away, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you Doctor Mike. You can't, can't put your cat in military school. Yeah. yeah. I'll call you. I love you. I love, love you, yeah. Doctor Mike Sirigliano. Yeah. When when uh, animals go into attack mode, like. You can't like. <laughs> I just turned it off. I was like, I'm done with this. Done guy. with this. Um, you. I love you. It's hard. I mean, it's like you know. I, listen, I haven't been in a street fight, but like you've been in a cat fight. I've been in a cat fight. Yeah. No, but um, you, they, they turn into something different, and you're like, oh, how do I react well, to this? Like, yeah, which what you're doing is this. You're, yes, yeah. We're applying our our human contextual way we approach aggression. You can't right. to, an, with... to an animal yeah. that thinks right. I'm li- I'm in this wonderfully clean home, <laughs> right? And this and woman this now mom. has become is going to try to kill me. The woman I thought was my mother is now going to assassinate me. I've got to kill her first. I gotta get her first. Steve, I was saying things. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? She's still yelling at me. (laughs) Well, and you're right, Casey. I thought about it. I was like, you were still making noise. You were continuing to freak her out. So, okay, and I have a question about this, but also, there's no referee there, right? There, you know. So No, there was a badger. Uh, There was a badger? Oh, Oh. I didn't know. (laughs) In this corner. But, um, so, like, all right, uh, when you, I, I wonder about this. If I smile at my dog, okay, I'm I'm essentially showing my dog my teeth, and that, from dog to dog, is a sign of aggression. This guy and, needs dental work. <laughs> I do. I do. But uh, please don't do judge. Do you think this is the act of smiling? No, that's something to consider. It depends. Animals read the things we display in different ways, obviously. Right. And there's something... But I don't think... I think Kathy's layout case, glass-breaking, the wind, yeah. screaming, door-closing, she's up and moving around, and the, and the cat's like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I gotta kill this it's, thing. It's go time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want to uh, I want to go to some uh, calls here. I'm going to go to uh, Anna. Hey, Anna, good morning. Good morning, it. Hey, good, good morning, morning it. it to you. What's up, Anna? Oh man, my cat, my sweetest cat, the sweetest cat, uh, ran away when I got a puppy for like two days. I saw her outside, ran to get her. I'm like, oh, come on in, baby, it's okay. She honks down on my hand with her teeth, and for dear life. And I'm like, oh god. So I, I do alcohol on it. I do hydrogen peroxide. I went to the I, the urgent care. I got antibiotics that night. It was hot, swollen, and a red line went up my arm. Whoa, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Red line. I, yeah, that's, red line. That's the, um, um, yep. you're having an infection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so can't I, scratch uh, fever, baby. Ooh. Yep. 
And I, I knocked on my daughter's door. I go, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'll call you in the morning. Because she's, you know, 17 at this point. So I was in the hospital two and a half days. They had to change antibiotics. And two and a half days. Trip. Wow. So, so two what, and a half days. What were you clinically diagnosed with? Do they it just, cat, cat scratch fever? Cat scratch fever. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. it. The the doctors that handle that tend to be more rocking. Have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hot. You got cat scratch fever, baby. Wow. Uh, Anna, did never... did did the did the cat end up coming home as a pet? Oh, After yes. okay, so she sweetest thing in the world. But okay, she just was scared to death of the new puppy and just decided I'm just gonna bite mom. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. Like yeah. Two the, days, man. Thanks, Anna. The redness yeah. that when you know it's turning into an infection, like it, it was so weird and nasty. It got beet red. It was hot. It was itchy, and mine was like it started to form. Like it almost felt like there were like rocks in there. Like it was, was there hard. Pus? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. disgusting. What it yes. tastes like. If you, uh, <laughs> if you work at a vet's office, is this a daily occurrence? You know, that like, do you have to deal with angry cats oh, and, like, yeah. cat scratch fever? They wear the- those gloves. Th- those gloves are no joke. Yeah. So the cat that did this, it's Hubert. He's a big, lovable lug, and he's, I have a big, long line I'm describing on, because <laughs> you can't see it on the radio, but it's about, about three inches. He was just rolling off and then just to stabilize himself as I was holding him. He his nail caught, and that was just passively sliding across my my arm. By the way, I think that when we return for vacation, we should share our scars with yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Because <laughs> I oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. I got so a, I got I got a nasty one from my uh, I don't know if you can see that I can. There's a big bruise on your elbow. Oh, yeah yeah, man. and it's uh yeah these are the cuts. Your that was that was a mountain lion. Your right? forehead healed up nicely. But that yes, pre vacation scar. Yeah. But there are three of us that returned from vacation with scars. Yeah. I think we should definitely compare those. I'll, I'll uh, explain this later on what happened to me, but uh, let me go to, wow, okay, let me go to Robin. Hi, Robin, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good How morning. are you? Great, Robin, what's up? <laughs> well, funny cat story. I've had cats all my life, kind of like Steve, I'm a cat lady. Yep. Um, it was the morning after I have a, an attack cat, <laughs> pretty much, and I was trying to let my friend sneak out, shielding her between me and the cat. He bit me. And I got bit before, but this was like full teeth sinkage. Yeah. And next thing you know, it wasn't healing up. A couple days later, my friend's wedding was next week. I'm like, I'll go to the, I'll go to the doctor a week after. Go to the doctor. She takes a look at it. She's like, oh. Walks out the room, goes get another doctor. She's like, um, you see all that? That's dead tissue. You need oh. to go to a plastic surgeon. I'm like, what? What? You had She's to go like, to a plastic surgeon. Wow. Oh, so so she so had like necrotized. Yeah. Oh yes. my god. Okay. Yeah, it was like it was like a circle, and it just kept getting bigger. I'm like, why is this stuff all yellow? And I was like, why isn't this thing healing? Well, Robin, mm. that, so so how how extensive was that plastic surgery? Well, it was. It didn't. Luckily, it didn't get really big. Um, yeah. It was probably the size of a dime. But he was like, yeah. You see all that? We're going to dig all that out. <laughs> Now look, yeah, that, that's that's why after and, and this, uh, Robin, you can test it. You get a scratch, you get anything, a bite, even something that seems benign. Just remember that the cat has been also walking around in cat box, and and you know that yeah. sort of. They, so there's there are things on the nails that can that can infect. Make sure you clean out any sort of scratch or wound uh, immediately. Robin, do you have a do you have a scar from that now? Oh, yeah, of course. Still there. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Jesus. All right. Thanks for but the heads I, up. But I love my cat. Yes. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yes. Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Uh, let me go to... Okay, we have, a, we have a vet tech on the line. It's Alex. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey. So, uh, cat scratch fever, you're very familiar with it, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's, t- it's totally 
real. I mean, we deal with freedom cats, as we call them, so our little feral friends all the time. And, like, you do not want to get bit by one of those just because a cat bite is so much worse than a dog bite. Wow. <laughs> so much worse. Does anybody at work ever get sick from that? Um, I mean, yes, actually. Recently, one of our doctors had to get on IV um, antibiotics wow. because he got bit by a, one of our freedom cats. But when you're working with them constantly, you do have to, you know, use a lot of protection. So cat gloves, got cat muzzles, just because you really don't want to risk getting bit by one of those guys. Now, and Nick was asking, is that like a, is that a daily, uh, you know, uh, thing that can happen? You know, at least they, they, they try to, to, to bite or scratch you? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's a, if it's a feral cat, I mean, fight or flight is their yeah. only... Hmm. Even domesticated cats, I'm sure, well, you, like, you run into the issues, yeah. Yeah, in this case, so so would you say, as with your experience, uh, Alex, that, that Kathy just had a the perfect storm of the worst stuff that could happen in a cat's mind and saw her as a potential attacker? I, I'm sorry, Kathy, your cat probably thought you were trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's just scary, like, you know, like I said, I was looking at her like, no, it's me, what are you doing, stop it. The cat's probably only ever seen that kind of reaction if Kathy had to pay shipping. And, <laughs> and, and you know probably had to freak her out. You know what's wild about vets is is when you when you take your pets, or at least in my my uh, uh, experience has been, when you take your pets and, and the vet is... You know, doing a check on them yeah. and, and handling parts of their bodies where I'm like, my cat wouldn't even let me do that. And they're, you're doing it so confidently yeah, and yeah. they're just letting you do that. Yeah. There's some kind of connection going on there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And I also think that, like, one of the biggest tools that we have in vet medicine is knowing the signs of aggression, you know, because it's never just a, oh, let's start fighting. That's right. not right. reaction, you know. It's, it's like with humans. It depends. If you go up to a stranger and you put you insert your finger rectally, it depends on how you do it. <laughs> right. Stop. Some might be okay yeah, 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 with yeah. that. Alex, what should I have done? Like, if it ever happens again, what am I supposed to do? So, I don't know in your situation that just happened to you if there's really anything you could have done to prevent that. You know, I mean, once the cat is in attack mode, it's in attack mode. But I think, like... Backing away, not making eye contact definitely helped you out a little bit. Even though she was still there, obviously she stopped attacking you once you, you cornered yourself, I yeah. guess. Okay. <laughs> All right, what about mid-attack? Kathy's got the, the cat attached to her leg, holding on, biting. What <laughs> What do you do? What do you do, man? At that point, you do a scruff. Unfor- I, we hate doing the scruff on cats, but if they are straight-up attack mode, you got to do the scruff. Yeah. Wait, what is that? You, you grab, you the, grab them by the back, back of their neck, that skin, yeah. and it can kind of yeah. immobilize them. You know, they, they, they yeah. freeze it, up. It can also, uh, and you'll you'll agree to this as well, uh, Alex, if you, if you do that and you pull up and they're dug in, mm-hmm. you, it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's, but you, you <laughs> got to be tough. Yeah. yeah. But they're, you, when that happens also, that's sort of a maternal thing. Uh, they'll be carried like that when they're kittens. And it, does that calm them down as well to some extent? So we don't like to go, you know, right off to scruffing them just because if they're larger, the yeah. weight can actually cause some nerve damage. But if they're attacking, you, yeah. you scruff them and you hold them right down to the ground. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Alex. We appreciate the yeah. tips. Yeah. Have a great day, guys. Are you too. See ya. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah, let me go to, this is interesting. I'm going to go to Blair. Hi, uh, Blair, good morning to you. Morning. What's up, Blair? So, I had...
had the same thing um, happen to me as Kathy's cat over a period of months. My cat would, like, get this crazed look in his eye. Um, like, he didn't even know who I was. Um, pupils blown. And a lot of times I would be actually in bed. And he would attack. No, that's terrible. Yeah, like, attack my shoulder, like, bite in, hold down. Like, I was, I was so... Like, I didn't know what to do. I, yeah. I saw a number of behavioral specialists, um, and everybody advised me to put him down. Um, he's still alive, and basically the end result was um, drugs. Like, he... You're taking them. <laughs> I, I now, yeah, I'm now a heroin, heroin regular, so the bites oh, yeah. don't hurt yep. as much. Yes. No, but what, so, so they had to put him on drugs? Yes, he's on two different kinds of drugs, and he is, like, he has always been the sweetest cat until, like, his little switch was flipped, you know, so. Are, do the drugs involve, like, mood stabilizers or anything like that? Um, yeah, it's basically, it's like, like seahorse yeah. party. Seahorse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seahorses forever. Seahorses forever. <laughs> little bags. Just like that. <laughs> Look at my paw. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, sometimes they'll give cats Valium and things like that. Uh, you um, know what? I've yeah. actually had, believe it or not, and there are subtleties. I actually had a cat behaviorist come over to the house. We had one issue where a cat was, you know, of nine. We had uh, marking. And, and uh, there are there are people who can help you adjust even the way the furniture is laid out and things in the house and, and that, that where a cat can believe it has methods of egress where they can you know leave a room and and they feel safer because of it if you're going to make the investment in the animal i i get it but it, i know it just breaks your heart blair that you have this cat that you love and and you oh, go absolutely. through this is, is it better now it is so much better okay. but um i ended up like crunching the drugs up in his food and every so often when he's not in the mood and he doesn't eat <laughs> i'm worried yeah. mother <laughs> i want to have you yeah <laughs> This uh, is the end. Uh, wow. Thank my you. beautiful friend. Thank you, Blair. Yeah. Appreciate it. I uh, just crapped a message to you in my kitty box. <laughs> <laughs> it spelled it out. Fade into the light. <laughs> Mother. He is the mouse king. I love your succulents. By the way, this text says... I love your arts and crafts. This text says, uh, my nipples got darker when I got cat scratch fever. How are Kathy's? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'd like to point out that every single call that came in was from a female. Uh, and I wonder if there's a, uh, bizarrely, a connection to that. I don't huh? know. Is this our own little sample here? Probably not at all. But I think it's because you have guys not a fight. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that it? <laughs> you want a piece of me? <laughs> Uh, here, let me go to, uh, well, we have Kat on the line. Hey, Kat, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Kat? Hi, I just wanted to, you know, have a little feeling circle here. That's probably why some of the girls are calling me. good. What's Um, ladies? Because uh, it is traumatizing. Um, it, It can be the sweetest cat in the world. My cat did that when he got spooked. We got a new kitten. He was actually scared of the kitten. Yeah. Uh, and the kitten scared him. And then uh, I thought he was going to attack her. So I picked her up and he started climbing up my leg. And then he bit into me and I started screaming. And that made that makes it so much worse. Yeah. Cat, so, um, so that's that. No, that is the classic scenario. I've had it dealing with all the charity work that my wife does and all the feral cats that we've had. 
or, or, or cats that are, you know, that, that, are, that have psychological issues. And, man, it's like you have those moments where you're petting, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, <laughs> clamp. Yeah. And it's like, ah! And that you, but it's your natural reaction to do it, even though it's the worst thing, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, the scruff works. My husband heard me screaming, comes out running. It's early in the morning. He just picks the cat up by the neck and throws him in the other room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's all you had to do? That, that was easy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's a cat. <laughs> but I, I went to work. I was like, oh, cat bites are, aren't a thing. So I went to work, and then my pants started, like, bulging. They got so infected. So wow. going Not to a, a doctor immediately was definitely a better option than just going to work. And did you have Jeez. to do a series of antibiotics, cat? Oh, yeah. Wow, man. Okay. It's heavy duty. Thanks, Listen, but it's sage advice to be aware. Any sort of scratch or any sort of bite, put some Neosporin in it, get it cleaned as quickly as you can. But to what Kat had to say, and, and Kathy, when your furry member of the family yeah. there shows their feral side, it's scary. Yeah. Oh, and and I've on. had it happen with both cats and dogs, where it's like, you know, with, with a dog, you know, your pet dog will see something that's got it all excited, and you can't. Where normally you can you can have a little discussion with your pet yeah, and yeah, talk yeah. to them and they they are you don't even exist. It, it goes they, to they, the animal. They've gone boom to it, their animal instincts and it freaks you out a little bit. You and know? it's but it's but the thing is it's it is it's a natural part of the, yeah. You know, that's, why, that's why it kills me, Preston, when you get people who do get legitimate forest type feral creatures. Oh, and yes. And if you realize what happened with a cat, yeah, imagine yeah. you have a puma in your Seriously. living room. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Seriously, now they can yeah. just switch, change on you like it's, that. It's part of what it is, wow. you know? All right, interesting. Well, that was Kathy's vacation. Yay! Uh, break, break. We need to take a break. We'll come back in the bizarre file. Stay put. 33 WMMR presents Concert Cash. You could win 500 bucks. Plus a pair of tickets to the MMRBQ May 21st. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10, and noon. Then 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash sounder. When we'll give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or enter it on our website or app to get in the running for the $10,000 grand prize every time you play. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. Free MMRBQ tickets and cash to blow at the show. On merch, adult beverages, or whatever you want. It's MMR's Concert Cash. Sponsored by AAA Distributor on Grant Avenue. In stock, kitchen, bath, and flooring products. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You guys saw the super yacht? Oh, my God. Called Y721. Jeff Bezos has ordered this thing. Yeah. And apparently amongst the ostentatious world of super yachts, this one stands out. Well, he is right now, right, currently the wealthiest man on earth. In the world, yep. Yeah. When completed, it will be 417 feet long. Uh, that's longer that's than a o- football field. Yeah, that's an ocean liner. That's, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, it will span several decks and sport three enormous masts. According to the scant information that is available on the website of its manufacturer and various online bulletin boards of yachting enthusiasts, uh, that will make it one of the largest sailing yachts ever built in the Netherlands, which is the unofficial capital of boat building for the extremely rich. I didn't know the Netherlands oh, yeah. is 
where all this takes it, place. I saw a video recently of one of these yachts. It might have been this one, but I'm not sure. Um, going through, it has to go through like uh, canals yes. to get out to where it's going. And it's, it's so it's relatively narrow canals through the Netherlands. But these, like you said, Stephen, ocean liner getting from where it was being built out into the ocean. It was insane. Well, they've, they've done like like platforms for drilling and stuff like that that they will navigate out. And, and, and there there are people who are paid inordinate inordinate amounts of money to be basically the harbor master who navigates these things out. But this thing, Preston, so um, the the cost, would you say the cost was on it? Uh, it's in the uh, half a billion yeah. dollars range. Wow. Yeah, upwards oh of $500 million. Mm-hmm. It is set to, to move a uh, to a new uh, shipyard for completion next month. So I, I love watching uh, boat launches. They're awesome. Uh, they're, 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 they're really, they, they really cool. They seem so so basic, too. I know. You're like throwing throwing, throwing it in the water. I mean, but you're making a half a billion dollar yacht, and like you, there isn't a better way to launch it's, this thing like other slowly than slowly lower it yes. into yes. the water as opposed to right? push it. If and you, I just if always... you've never seen, because it's, I mean, this stuff is amazing, and there's tons of footage of the, it'll create a wave that'll oh, splash yeah. up oh, on yeah. the, it, it's, 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 it's pretty I just, I, awesome. crack, I crack up at the notion of like, you know, the idiot who accidentally uh, already stuffed the, the, the cupboards with all the fine china before they <laughs> yeah, launched yeah, the yeah. boat. Yes. Because <laughs> sometimes they send it in sideways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it lists yeah. really far before it writes itself. <laughs> Why did you put the crystal in before you launched the boat? <laughs> Listen, this is it's so extravagant. I've never seen this term before. It will have its own support yacht. <laughs> Oh my god! Like in other words, it's it's a support like yacht, like a luggage plane that follows yeah. by. This isn't like a yeah. Mm. It's not a. It's not just a, a dinghy, little dinghy, an escape no. thing. It's a mm. subordinate yacht to the major yacht. Now you remember and, Bill Gates had one that was all the envy for a while, yep, mm-hmm. yep. and I don't even know if he still has that. I think Judge Judy has a pretty yeah. badass she, one. She too, does. Yeah, I, I kid you not. Helipor- so, helipad. So this has a support yacht with a helipad. Uh, its latest accessory, along with the Washington Post, uh, the movies, the tabloid scandal, heralding the Amazon mogul's transformation from geeky technologist to globe-trotting mega-billionaire, according to this article. Uh, it's an indication of the enormity of a fortune that's accrued even faster as the world has been upended by a devastating pandemic. And also a testament to a fiercely secretive industry that by all accounts has thrived as a direct result of COVID-19, according to this article as well, and a stark embodiment of the widening chasm between the fortunes of the super-rich and almost everyone else for the past 14 months. So they're saying that this... This is it's built kind of like the swimming pools have caught up in the past, caught up in the past year. The yachts are really starting to be ordered left and right. So if you were to say who won COVID, it would be Jeff Bezos. His personal wealth went off. It was big, oh, yeah. obviously big to yeah. begin with, but COVID was very good. You're right. The coronavirus to Jeff Bezos. Now is this a a depiction of the yacht Preston using I don't the know sail what this system. Is. I don't know what this is. Okay, Somebody, there's a photo of a picture because they do have these kind of sails. Of it's a photo of a yacht with yeah. three sails on it. It's a photo of a picture of somebody's thoughts. No, it's Jeff Bezos reportedly built. Yeah, so that that sail system, these new sails that they're doing, which are a little bit more rectangular and can be retracted, are pretty amazing. I think this is his old one. Is yeah. it? Because uh, it says here, Loser. his current yacht was recently <laughs> listed for sale at 158 million dollars. And that says 127 mil up what there. What a piece of crap! So going to make some money off the yacht. So. Uh, that one's that one ain't nothing uh, compared to well, the to the mamba that he's getting. I think we could still 
Let's put a bid in. According to uh, Sam Tucker, head of super yacht research at London-based Vessels Value. Sam Tucker, super yacht. He said the market has been roaring. It's been roaring like a lion. The number of transactions in recent quarters was record-breaking. It's been extraordinary. Uh, the second-hand market, he said, is absolutely red hot. It's red hot, flaming hot. Uh, if, yacht hot. If he... <laughs> How hot is it? Like a yacht. <laughs> Drop it like it's yacht. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new slogan. <laughs> Came up with it in the loo. <laughs> You're in the loo? Absolutely. What do they call bathrooms on boats? Anything different? No, a head. It's also a term in pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Same room, different outcomes. Uh, if anything, demand for the extravagantly high-end yachts has outstripped supply. Tucker said it's impossible to get a slot in a new build yard. It's absolutely impossible. He said they are totally booked up. It's getting yacht in here. <laughs> Don't take off all your clothes. <laughs> it's getting yacht in here. So deny your workers a union. Uh, let's see. The inland waterways of northern Germany, home to several highly regarded shipbuilders, are crammed with the city block-sized steel hulls of future... Super- Yacht-blooded. <laughs> Check it and see. <laughs> I've got a yacht that's 203 meters. Uh, but, uh, the city block-sized steel hulls of future super yachts, as well as existing yachts, back for a... Bruce up. I'll tell you what, one of the things that I've always enjoyed doing is going, um, we have had boats that, that were, we had like a like a 21-foot, you know, fishing boat. Yeah, we had like a like 20-footer. Like yeah. in Northport, Long yeah. Island, that was in that was in a, in a in a slot at, you know, down at the dock. At the end of that dock was something that was like 75 feet long, and it was like a real, you know, I love checking out those. those oh, my God, yeah. Those yachts and going, like the boat show and stuff. I've never been. Gives you a chance to dream. I've never been on a yacht or been. I mean, a personally owned yeah superboat. I've seen them, uh, you know, at at, uh, at various y- yacht marinas. shows. Yeah, marinas. Yeah, uh, but never hit me with your best yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stop and think about the song for a moment before I run into it. You're a real rich cookie with a long history of wanting to purchase your yacht for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Yachts for teacher. Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Preston, you were in uh, Newport, Rhode Island recently, and I went there last summer, and I saw, I believe, the biggest yacht that I've ever seen in my life, and it was, uh, I took video of it, I couldn't fit all of the yacht in a uh, one picture. That's oh. how long the thing was. And Newport has just fu money. I mean, it's got fu money to yeah. fu money. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I, I I would like to get a tour of one of those things, but then I would also just feel terrible. Do you think, I know. Do you think, yeah. Kathy? Just jumping in quickly. Do you think the game is again? I think this is probably the game. Uh, you know, because they say the greatest day is when you purchase that your yeah. boat, and when you the sec, second sell it. I think it's different yeah. for yachts. But when but when yeah. you Kathy, is it better to have like you have very wealthy friends? Isn't that is that the game? Is that the is that the gambit? To, like you have people who invite you on your super yacht, but you don't have to 
deal with oh, it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Them. Well, I think if they have, if they have a uh, yacht, they've probably got people to take care of it. It's not like they're right. doing anything. Right. They're just enjoying it. Yep. My wife... You see those yachts go in and out of Montauk. When, you know, oh, when I'm up there, you see beautiful huge. yachts. But the most beautiful one I saw, and it, it was huge. It was enormous. I don't know if it was the, you know, the biggest one, but I remember we were in Portofino, Italy, and we were like, wow. We, we couldn't tell if it was like a cruise ship, like right. people had gotten off. And we looked in the back, and there was a table with two chairs. And we were like, that's not a cruise ship. That's yeah. like somebody stopped wow. here for like the day or the yeah. weekend or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was just, we saw them getting back on. It was a couple, oh. and they were just, it was just the two of them. Did you it, yell, hey, man, nice yacht? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This has a long intro. Yeah, 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 so forget this one. Okay. Well, I said, one. hey, man, nice yacht. Oh, wait. Oh, yacht legs. <laughs> <laughs> you got your sea legs, and then yacht you got your legs. yacht legs. Check it and see. <laughs> uh, what, are we going to go through the whole library? <laughs> I don't know. That's a big You have yacht. to be a big yacht. <laughs> yes. Didn't you? Um, by the way, there are, in total, there are about 50 boats longer than 100 meters that are currently under construction. 50. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, and... you, so, needless to say, so the, the staff, the crew of a, of a vessel this big, do they give you an estimate of what it would take to run this in its proper way. Oh, I, I'm no. assuming you're looking at 40, 50 people, right? That I, no, it doesn't say in this particular article, Steve. I don't think it would be quite that, that big. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I would love an idea. That's yeah, what you, that need, below, you need a crew. That yeah. need a full crew. Below Deck, that reality show, which yeah. is a uh, terribly awful, but uh, you once you start watching it, you can't stop watching it, reality yeah. show. How many people? Oh, well, it's, an, it's a whole crew. I don't know right. if it's 40 or 50, but... That's what that reality show is about, and they are they live below deck. They work yeah. below deck, hence the name. Um, part of the appeal on that show uh, is that they are on these incredible yachts. They also go to unbelievably beautiful places. Uh, we have somebody whose daughter works on a yacht as part of the crew. It's Dolores who's on the line. Hey, Dolores, good morning. Good morning, it. Hey, good morning, it. <laughs> Dolores, your daughter works on a privately owned yacht. Yes, she does for a millionaire. He's a tech guy. What is, uh, what is what? What's her job? She is, uh, her title is Stu, Head Stu. Right. Um, she pretty much is like a maid. She'll make up the rooms when they're done. You know, when they leave the boat, she has to make sure everything's cleaned up. She does laundry. She serves. So she's kind of like a waitress. She bartends for them. Okay. Dolores, does, does, she yeah. live, does she live on board the yacht? She does. Okay. And how big is this yacht? Would you have any... Yeah, um, right now it's only 95 feet, which he, he, right, he wants to move up to a 130 footer, so he's looking to buy something bigger. I feel bad for him. So, so he lives, so he lives, so she lives below decks, right? I mean, there's, and so, what is, is she the only support staff outside the, the crew that's running the, uh, the yacht, or how many people work on the yacht when it's running in normal conditions? Uh, there are four right now. They have a chef, uh, the captain, a deckhand, and then sh- uh, her. Okay. So she's the stew. Yep. All right. All right. Wow. Where is the yacht based? Uh, in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah, she and loves it. Mainly, she's- mainly uh, Caribbean uh, jaunts in the boat. 
Yep, Caribbean. Oh, she right now she's in St. Thomas. <laughs> Sends me pictures every day. It's insane. So when she's she, when she's not working, uh, is she is she basically on call all the time, or does she get time off to just enjoy the yacht itself? Um, both. Yeah, she does. She um, right now he left the boat, the owner. So they have the next two weeks off, and they're basically sailing the Caribbean back to Fort Lauderdale and partying. <laughs> So, I mean, she's living the life. That's awesome. No, so good for her. So the staff can, like, enjoy it when they're not on the boat, on the ship. Yeah, basically. They have, yep. She can, oh. they can have, do whatever they want. Dolores, does it pay well? Yes, it does. She is making more than I do. Wow. <laughs> How did she get that gig? She landed in it because of COVID, actually. She she uh, went to school. She just graduated last year. Uh, college for tourism and hospitality and there was no jobs really to be had because everything shut down she wanted to work in a hotel and one of her professors said well you know yachts are available why don't you look into that and it went from there (laughs) do you know where she started looking or monster.yacht um she actually applied indeed uh, on Indeed for a uh, crew hand or crew oh. or a deck hand. Indeed, I don't know what Indeed is. It's like a, a job um, posting site, like, mm-hmm. like no Monster.com. Yeah. It's yeah. just a job. Well, there you go. Right. And just you. Yeah. And so I never thought of that. If you have some sort of skills, or um, if you've if you've gone to school for the hospitality industry, uh, that's an avenue for you to explore. Because, exactly. it, but it makes it makes complete sense. Man, it yeah. it sounds she awesome. Loves it. Yeah. Oh, it's I, I live vicariously through her. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's right, cool. Is um is the the gentleman or the 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 woman or whoever owns the ship? Are they or boat? Are they nice? Does she get along with them? Actually, he is a very nice guy. He's a tech guy. Uh, he's only thirty two. Oh, <laughs> dear God! And yeah, he treats her well and treats the crew very well. Is yeah. he single? He is. <laughs> is your daughter single? She is. We're gonna like sneak in bed in one night. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> hey, do yeah. they have like a, a place where a radio station show could broadcast on that <laughs> yeah. on that yacht? Yes, let's talk. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of room on the deck. Okay. Where is he from? Where is he originally from? Uh, he's from California. Okay, uh, that's in the United us. States. He doesn't know us. <laughs> no, no, no. But... Wow. So, uh, but you do. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm that's... sure he'd take that call. Yep. Have you ever oh, been on yeah. the yacht? I have not yet. She's invited me down a couple times, but I just can't get away from work right now, so we're dying to go down and see it. <laughs> hey, Dolores, do, does your daughter have any uh, anything stipulated in maybe her contractual agreement where she can't, you know, post uh, pictures on social media or anything along those lines? She can't. Okay. No, nope, she can't yep. say who she works for, yep. and she can't post any photos no. or anything. Wow. I'm sure yeah. that's, that's, that's probably a standard when you're at that level mm-hmm. to make yeah. sure that you're keeping yeah. everything confidential. Yeah. Uh, right. is, is, let me ask you something. On a, on, a, on a yacht that large with this much money up for grabs, is there any sort of on yacht, on-boat security that's there all the time? Not on board, but they do have it on the docks right. so they can call, and yep. they've had to do that a couple times. All right. <laughs> so. All right. It's probably from radio shows trying to get on board. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wow, that's so cool, Dolores. Thank you so much it, for the story. It really is. Okay. Thanks. All right. Have right. a good Take one. Care. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> you really yacht me. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
<laughs> yacht. You really got me yachting. Nick, pull up. There's a, there's a band called uh, the Yachtly Crew. Yeah, the Yacht <laughs> the Rock. The Titans of Soft Rock. Yeah. My friend uh, Tim is in a, a band called the Yacht Rockers. I love Back Yacht in Rock. St. Louis. Yeah, if I ever get married again, I'm going to hire Yachtly Crew or your friend Tim's band because Yacht yeah. Rock is the best. Um, he goes by, he has a, a stage persona, and I'll have to find it. Hang on a second here. It's uh, Thurston something the other is his name. <laughs> like Thurston Howell type of <laughs> thing? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that would, uh, we need to get him on a real yacht. We're yacht going to take it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> How about Eleanor Yachtby? <laughs> Eleanor Yachtby. in the morning, <laughs> rising to the street. Light me up that cigarette and I'll strap mm-hmm. shoes on my feet. What a yacht. <laughs> right? There it is. Uh, by the way, my buddy's Tim's name is uh, Thurston Bay the Third. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wow, dude. That's just like, I mean, that's that's fantasy stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it really is. It's, I mean, it's what you dream about, you know? They're the ultimate. They're just exquisite. I mean, and every amenity you could possibly imagine. A lot of them have full gyms. I'm going to guess. I would love to see pictures. Are there any pictures or projected renderings of the inside of this? Not this one. It's The project is called Y721. If anybody wants to look that up, uh, it's a yacht Y721. So maybe there's renderings. If so, they've uh, they kept it pretty quiet for now. I'm going to go to uh, Sandy, Sandy. Uh, who's on the phone oh. line. Uh, Sandy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Sandy. Good. What's up, Sandy? <laughs> That's an S, Sandy. Okay. Um, hey, uh, my uh, my nephew works on a yacht off the coast of France, um, and he actually just filmed Below Deck Caribbean. Um, he was one of the cast members on the show. Oh, no way. Uh, that's pretty wild, Sandy. Any idea how many people are in the crew that he's a part of? Well, when he's working, there's... About 22 of them. Okay. Um, but I don't know how many were in the filming. Okay. But he had, to, he had to quarantine for two weeks in Miami, and then they started filming. What is his, he, what's his job on the, on the yacht? I think it's the same thing that most of them are. You know, they clean toilets and uh, make sure that everything is beautiful. They can't really be seen. He was actually, one of their members got COVID at the beginning of the pandemic. And their yacht was quarantined and not allowed to dock anywhere. Right. They were off the coast of Italy for for three months. Three months. Wow. Three months with no no, um, guests on. It was just the crew, and they weren't allowed to use any of the luxury facilities. Oh, Oh, man. That that, that would suck. Okay, that's... I mean, even being stuck on a boat that long and you're not allowed to participate with or, you know, partake any of the amenities. Shuffleboard. Uh, yeah. That would that would suck. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did they, how yeah. did they refit with uh, with supplies? Did, were, were well, the they, had, they had a little, I guess, the dinghies bring them in from okay. offshore. They were... They were off the coast of Italy. He's actually based off the coast of France, but nobody would let the the yacht docked because of the incident in COVID. So they were just docked. Wow. All right. And uh, so he got back from all of that? Yeah, he's back. Um, well, he, he uh, after that, then he applied for film being a member of Below Deck. Yep. So he filmed that, and he's just finished, and he left Miami about two weeks ago, and he's back in France. So maybe we assume he's a good-looking guy? Oh, he's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. And does he like yeah. his job? He does. He likes his job. He's 
very personal. His my brother worked um, for an organization that was with the Olympics, so they've traveled all over the world. I think Fraser speaks uh, probably four or five languages. Mm. So, I speak um, one. He's perfect for the job. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sounds very accomplished. Wow, interesting. Yeah. All right, thank you, Sandy. We appreciate it. Take care. That's pretty cool. You know what Dolores' daughter needs to do? I keep thinking about her. Um, so she can't have a relationship with the guy who she's working for. That, Why not? Because so it's not going to work out. Because then she could lose her job if it doesn't right. work out. You want to keep your job. Right. What she needs to do is when they dock somewhere and he gets off and he's doing she needs to get off and go meet the other yacht people. Sure. And pretend, or pretend it's her yacht like they did. You ever see the movie Some Like It Hot? You pretend <laughs> it's your own yacht. Like right. Yacht. Oh, right. No, but if, like she's, yacht. if she sees like someone else getting off another yacht, maybe go introduce yourself to them. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm going to hook Dolores' daughter up. God, or, can you imagine that? Or what was, uh, like, uh, wasn't Jennifer Lopez, like, made in Manhattan? Or, you know, was she the, she was the, she would work there, but pretending she wasn't. Pretend, she yeah. Go put on disguise or something like that. Or maybe they could go to, like, a masquerade ball. Yeah. Could, you know. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Love the yacht. Yachtarella. Snow yacht. Yachtarella. Beauty in the yacht. Sleeping yachty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The lion yacht. <laughs> Sleeping yacht. Yeah. <laughs> the little yacht. Finding yacht. Yeah. Mm. That story. Royal Yachtsel. <laughs> yacht. Yaddle. Yentl, but with a yacht. Yentl, but with a yacht. Yaddle. 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 Father, can you hear me? Oh. Come on. Got a whole yacht of love. <laughs> Got a whole yacht of love. Damn. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you need yachts, baby. I'm not fooling. Oh, yeah, I love. Mm-hmm. Just uh, real quick, going back to that um, Bill Gates one. Wait, 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 wait. You yacht lucky, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Casey, you had asked about like fuel cells and stuff. The Bill Gates one that's still being under is still under construction is uh, hydrogen powered. Oh. So it has these hydrogen fuel cells uh, to to power it. It's not diesel or nuclear or anything like that. Wow, <laughs> that's they fired up. Uh, yeah. So this stuff's out of control, man. Uh, as far as the uh, the amount of these super yachts that are being constructed, super right yachts. Now. We need to yeah. find a friend with a yacht. Yeah, like a show friend. We can't even. I know we can't. We can't even get anything. a fire truck. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even go to Disney. We could get a fire truck. We could get somebody to give us a ride on a fire truck. All we want is a ride. Oh, no, on a yacht. big whoop. We got. Uh, no, I want to be friends. Bernie Perron's fishing boat. Yeah, that's about as close. It's Thirty as feet long. Then yeah, got a. Bernie, that'd be cool to hang out with Bernie. It would be. Hey, there's a guy who listens to the show who owns a tiki bar that uh, floats in the bay at Ocean City. Okay. Right? I mean, that's our speed. That's it. Yeah. I work below decks. Hey, there is no below deck. Oh my god. <laughs> He's dying. Uh, I wonder if my if someday I might get a boat. I don't know. We bought the shore house, and maybe a few years from now, when we get used to that lifestyle of getting like a, a pontoon boat just to go out and cruise, I don't in think the you'll bay, like it. not in the ocean. I, I think Steve's right. I think it'll be the you'll enjoy the day you buy it and the, and the day you oh, sell it. And... We had, but I grew up with did a boat. you? As yeah, did yeah. we. We, we were yeah. we were water skiers. Uh, All right, you can do we... a boat share. You guys know they have boat shares, right? Yeah. Like you can just you pay. A you fee. leave your boat in the city, and someone comes and gets it. Well, no, they have boat shares <laughs> in I, I believe. Kate May has one, okay. but it, it, it is a, you know, like you just 
sign out and and so it's it's you, a fee you pay you like never a own fee. it you, you never own it you own it but but maintenance will be taken care of mm-hmm. all you have um, to do i guess is just you pay for the fee um the monthly <laughs> fee and, and then you got to pay for the with, fuel does it come with a captain does somebody drive it you're you supposed to drive it yourself no, you, you do it, it. Okay. Yeah. it's just a, like a robotic captain maybe in the bay welcome I don't, I don't have any interest in getting out in the ocean. Not even a little bit. Uh, well, that's what we used. Bit. So we used to, you know, um, I grew up on with the, they had the 17 foot. It was a company called Cobia, and then there was Boston Whaler. We had Boston Whalers uh, 21, 22 foot, and that's that's as big it was as we got because after you know, it just it it's a money trap. You talk about on on land, your home being a money trap. Those things just hoover up money. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, speaking of hoovering up money, yeah, Bezos is uh, is building, having built a half billion dollar yacht. Steven Spielberg has apparently got one on order that's um, in the hundred and thirty million dollar range or something ridiculous Jesus like that. Christ. So yeah, it's you know, wild. so compare that. Tom Brady just ordered a six million dollar yacht. Really, Tom Brady? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, and that's. Yeah, that's nothing. That's more our speed. Yeah. Five, six, seven million. All right. Uh, anyhow, so peek into that world. We're going to take a break. We will be back in a second. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. The Bizarre File is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Takes great satisfaction in getting that perfect meat slice. But they do it for fun. They do it for fresh. Because slice to order makes a sub above. Uh, a woman has been mauled to death. By a pet crocodile in its enclosure on the Indonesian island oh. of Sulawesi. A pet crocodile? I, I wouldn't figure that. Sulawesi. Uh, DZ Tuo is her name. Had reportedly been feeding the crocodile at the pearl farm where she worked and where the, uh, the animal was being kept illegally. Uh, the crocodile named Mary is thought to have bitten off her arm and most of her abdomen. It has been relocated to a conservation site while authorities look for its owner. Uh, the apparently Bad crocodile. Uh, some reports say that the crocodile dragged her into the enclosure, but local conservation agency officials believe that she fell in. Her uh. colleagues discovered her body the next morning. Oh. Uh, officials had tried to visit the facility several times in the past to remove the crocodile, but had not been allowed in. Authorities believe that Miss Tuo's body parts may still be inside Jeez. the 4.4 meter long crocodile. So this this thing's over 12. 13 feet long. Well, I, I, looking at the the uh, enclosure there, they made a huge mistake. You've got to have a scratching post. Uh, police <laughs> are now trying to track down a Japanese national who owns both the farm 
and the crocodile, uh, but they have not been able to uh, locate them as of yet. There are people that do, did you see? I, I sent you a story, Preston, about the amount of crocodiles and uh, I think alligators in in central PA and yeah. western PA in this area. Yeah, because Why? one of the few states that allows you to keep them as pets. Yeah, which and and then they get them and then they don't realize. I don't want this. I'll be exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then they let them go. Yeah. So. Uh, police recovered meth, a gun, a stolen ATV, a stolen horse trailer, and a dead bald eagle after what? serving two search warrants simultaneously on two homes in Anderson, Missouri. Uh, James Kivett was arrested on warrants. Charges are pending for the items located at his home. Approximately 58 grams of methamphetamines were located inside both houses that they checked. Mm-hmm. And a Missouri conservation agent took possession of the dead bald eagle. And there's no word why they had a dead bald eagle. He had it taped to his shoulder. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah it's like that, a, uh, make sure. But notice that yeah. uh, it's alive. Uh, Michael Glenn Barnes doesn't play for the Philadelphia Phillies. He's not in the rock band Three Days Grace either. But he admits that he tricked companies into sending him more than $18,000 in free guitars, baseball gloves, and other equipment by pretending to play for three different baseball teams and pretending to be in a handful of major musical acts. That's the coolest story in the world if we had a a player on the Phillies who was also in Three Days Grace. Uh, Now he faces decades in prison after pleading guilty to 41 federal charges in Easton. I read all the charges. It was like six pages long. This guy has been duping tons of people. But they're not going to be able to send him to prison, Preston, because he's a a Supreme Court justice. Uh, The 37-year-old from Gun Barrel City, Texas... Uh, made see, I know. Uh, made cell phone calls and sent out emails, text messages, and letters to perpetrate his scam between May of 2015 and September 2017. Federal authorities got uh, hot onto his trail, Casey, after Martin Guitar and Company oh, wow. reported his attempt to swindle free guitars from them. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Barnes admitted that he posed as members of the Phillies, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and Texas Ranger baseball teams. He also admitted he posed as members of the band's Three Days Grace, Drowning Pool, Red, of Mice and Men, Memphis May Fire, and the Eli Young Band. So he wasn't aiming too high. Too high. high. You, you know what he's doing also? He tipped his hand by spelling Phillies with an F. Oh, <laughs> should have known. He admitted to a federal agent that he sold the items that he received at a pawn shop. Uh, and he said, I wish I could pay them back, but he can't. Uh, he faces 20 years. 20 each. years. For 29 counts of wire fraud and eight counts of mail fraud, he faces two years for each of four counts of aggravated identity theft as part of the plea deal. Prosecutors recommended uh, the judge wait. They recommend the judge waive the mandatory two-year servants sentence uh, for each aggravated identity theft charge, and recommend that he be allowed to serve two years concurrently on each charge. Barnes faces up to seven hundred and forty-eight years in prison. A, a good lawyer can knock that down to yeah. five hundred. Under the deal, he'll be sentenced on May tenth. It'll be a lot less than that, but it's just he's done it so many times, and there's a charge for each time. Looking at his mugshot, my guess is that money was going to drugs. Maybe. A Russian man begged a judge to let his girlfriend go free after she had stabbed him 13 times, almost killing him. Uh, he wanted her to be released so that they could get married. Aww. Listen. And he proposed to her in court mm-hmm. at her sentencing. I know that you stabbed me multiple times, but I would love for you to be wife. I think uh, we can begin life with just the asterisks. No more stabbing. At the time of the attack, the man the man named Shakur managed to escape his attacker. As she faced the judge to be sentenced, 
Shakur apparently proposed to the woman and begged the judge for leniency so that they could arrange their marriage. In her defense, Honor, I said I would pick up milk on the way home. I forgot. Uh, the judge reportedly postponed the sentencing, so I don't know if he's taking that into consideration or not. Uh, you can't fight love. Yeah. As they search for a shooting suspect, deputies found 18 marijuana plants and drug paraphernalia in the home of a central Iowa mayor. Now, listen to all of these things that come together and make this the story. So this is the home of a mayor? Yeah, in the bizarre file. So number one, you got a mayor's being busted for this. Okay. Spot. Okay, so LaDonna Kennedy. LaDonna Kennedy, the mayor of Jamaica, Iowa, and her husband, Randy Kennedy, were charged with drug offenses, including... Manufacturer with intent to deliver. They were busted at 4.20 p.m. Oh, oh, man. In Jamaica, Iowa. Yeah. Uh, what and, were they listening to? Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> Bob Marley. I hope so. <laughs> uh, they were in search of 18-year-old Rodney Halterman, whom police suspect shot a woman in the chest on Saturday. Uh, Halterman was charged with attempted murder. He was not found at the residence. Uh, but deputies smelled an overwhelming odor of raw mar- an over- overwhelming odor of raw marijuana coming from the home as they stood outside knocking on the door because of the smell. Irie. They requested a search warrant, and as they waited for the warrant, law enforcement surrounded the, ho- the house before the warrant was signed. Randy Kennedy came outside and was detained. As deputy went inside with Kennedy to grab his coat, he admitted nine plants were in the basement. Once the warrant was signed, officials found 18 marijuana plants in various states of growth, and apparently the mayor was involved as well, the mayor of Jamaica. When's his next re-election bid? I'm not really sure. And there you go. That's what I have for you. In the bizarre file for now. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay warm, too, folks. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. Trusted experts since 1939, A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Visit them on the web at admoyer.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, 83-year-old Jane Fonda telling Harper's Bazaar that she is no longer looking for a sexual relationship. Fonda says that these days she has an orgasm if someone cuts her steak. Oh, my God. Bachelor star Matt James has officially reactivated his Instagram account but has deleted all of the Bachelor posts from the page. Matt says the Bachelor gave women the impression that he was something he was not interesting. Yeah. And finally, Chris Jenner says she once had sex with Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, while a then 10-year-old Khloe Kardashian was under the bed. Chris says the only reason they found out she was under there was because of the legs of the bed weren't touching the floor. Uh, <laughs> that's your Hollywood trash. All right. Oscar winner Kate Winslet and Priyanka Chopra Jonas have joined HBO Max's A World of Calm as narrators. And they join... Previously announced, uh, Mahershala Ali, Idris Elba, Oscar Isaac, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, Lucy Liu, Cillian Murphy, and Keanu Reeves. It's about the invention of the crock pot or whatever? What yeah. it, 
Oh, no. <laughs> Additionally, HBO Max has set October 1st for the premiere of the 10-episode unscripted series from the creators of the Calm app and Newtopia. Oh, so these are <clears throat> these apps are huge. So the series combines... Uh, mesmeric imagery with narration by A-list stars. A timely Mm. antidote for our modern lives. This is how it's uh, described. A timely antidote for our modern lives. Each half-hour episode takes audiences on an immersive visual journey into another world. Building on Calm's sleep stories. Bedtime stories for grown-ups. Each relaxing tale is designed to transform how you feel. (laughs) Viewers will be transported into tranquility through scientifically engineered narratives, enchanting music, and astounding footage to naturally calm the body and soothe the mind. Is it meditation? It sounds like that. The calm app is awesome. I've used the calm app many times. I was wondering. It really works. A lot of people use it. You you find it's very uh, productive? Yeah, it's just, listen, there's so much distraction and so much going on Yeah, to get out of your head a little bit. Uh, By the way, we have a listener who does guided meditation. Uh, He's he's a professor out in uh, Idaho State University. His name's Kurt Anderson. Yeah. And he provided me with like a little five-minute little jobby that he did, and it's great. But press as, as you were, that's your mantra. That's your mantra. As you were reading that story, you kind of went into that soothing mode. Right. I think you could do guided meditation. You I think have, I could do it if I had a script. I don't. You know, yeah. just, you're not going to no. riff improv. No. <laughs> go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. Should probably go to sleep. <laughs> it's probably a good time to go to sleep. Yeah. There's a commercial that airs on some of the news channels, and it's for um, the guy goes. It's time to get into bed and get cozy as we read you an adult uh, a bedtime story. They're reading uh, passages from the Bible, but uh, the guy so oversells that it's almost annoying. Okay. Uh, I forgot. Get all cozy and pull the sheets up. Yeah. I forgot the name of the app that I used to use. I, I, it, it wasn't working for me anymore, so I got rid of it, but uh, it was a um, uh, mindful meditation. It wasn't calm? No, it wasn't calm. It was something else, but I, but oh, I get the calm uh, short. Headspace? Head, yeah, I think they're... Mine head? Mine head. Mine head. Uh, no, I have it, Preston, because you write, uh, it is called, yeah, it's Headspace. Okay. There's also another one called Waking Up that I like. But As calm, well. is calm guided, or is it just soothing sounds, and uh, Nick, is, is there a narrator? I don't remember. I, you know, I might have been thinking about Headspace, uh, because I've seen the commercials for Calm and confused the two. Yeah, because I, I, I'd i seen those as well, and I was curious if it was the same well, thing. I check like on Google, thing. check under head, and see what comes up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, use Bing. Take your filters yeah, off. Yeah, I'm gonna use Bing for that one. And uh, yeah, Bing will get your video. <laughs> I'm like, hey, tired. Uh, <laughs> I liked Headspace until they asked you for money, and then I was like, I don't want to pay for this. Uh, uh, if anybody does know, I'd use the Calm app. Uh, give us a call because I am curious as to whether it's is narration or is it just you know calming effects and what, what, sleep now. soothing sounds. Which one do you prefer, or do you not care? Uh, I think I. I, I Drums. Yeah. Sounds well, of drums. Well, Kath, you know, when I was doing the headspace thing, I did try to really, it's hard to focus, and I think it takes practice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to keep from being distracted, because my, my mind wanders, and Steve, with you and ADHD, no, you, your mind would be bouncing all over the place. And, and that's the case. So I use uh, Dr. Rosenpenis, Dr. Rosenberg, did a, a meditation for me. It's 20 minutes where he just talks to me, and it's, I play that, it's an audio file that I have, and I will go for about 21 minutes, it goes... That will put me in a restful state, and that's the only thing that works. I almost, I, it's almost constant feedback, Preston. 
as opposed to anything that lets my mind wander. Yes. I'm listening to someone talk to me. But yeah. it's supposed to train you <clears throat> right, to right. be able to do, do that it. on your own. Yep. And, and that's why I asked. because time. I did, so I did one, uh, it was called Insight Timer. And basically it, it was, I think it was like five or seven days and it, it teaches you. So so you go through it each day with this person, you know, who's who's speaking with you. And then you can, all, you can do on your own guided or you can just do the sounds. But uh, a lot of what she was saying during those seven days I use if I meditate to not allow my mind nice. to wander. You know what I mean? Right. Like I think back. No. That's, that's, uh-uh. <laughs> not it. Oh, Kathy, you relax. But the, the Headspace app, uh, the, the person... Okay. The person that was guiding it had a very thick Australian accent. And they say, yeah, sit down, find a chair. I can do that. Relax. It's time to get all relaxed. Yeah, and I was like, I was a little distracted by that just because it's not used. I'm not no, used to. to I think a nice, yeah, you comfy cozy. A yeah. thick German accent would probably get be Get to bed now. Put your head on the pillow. Time to go to sleep. Are you crazy? You've got to get up in the morning. Get a nice restful sleep. Pull up the covers and get cozy. No! <laughs> Are you asleep yet? Snake! I swear to God I will kill you. <laughs> Hang on, let me go to, uh, <laughs> let me go to Brittany real quick. Hey, uh, Brittany, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? Hey, Brittany, do you use the, uh, the Calm app? I do use the Calm app. Um, it has music, and it also has guided meditation, so it's whatever you're in the mood for. So it's possible, Nick, you okay. were using it, you were just not using some of the guided meditation parts of it. Yeah, I use um, the sleep music a lot, um, and then sometimes, like, when I'm working and I can't focus, I'll put it on, like, on low. And, so, and um, you, you find it effective, Brittany? So even, so, uh, sometimes, so the same thing that can be used to help you fall asleep can help you stay sort of focused while you're working? Yes. Wow. But okay. I use different music. For okay. That. All right. So for sleep, I use one um, music that I really like that helps, and then for excuse me, and then for focus, I use like completely different sounds, like nature sounds. All right. All right. I, I might I might check it out. Me too. Do you, it's you, free, oh, so. is there a subscription? She says it's free. Oh, you just said it's free. Yeah. Yep. See, I can't even focus <laughs> on what you're talking about right now. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Right. Uh, I had a question for oh, you. Call uh, yet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a question for you, Preston, about your drum kit because I know that you have a whole bunch of different settings for sounds. And can you make like ethereal music? Sure. So you maybe could even create your own yeah. uh, relaxation bed. Mm-hmm. I think you should do it, and I think we should. Uh, um, what do you do during the day? <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I think it would be something that that could be kind of a cool download on our website is, you know, Guided Meditation by by Preston Elliott or, you know, by Hi. Steve Morrison or, or by Nell, you know? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. It's time to go tie tie. <laughs> time to go tie tie. All right, hang on a second. Here's it. A... <laughs> All comes back to Nell, man. That's a good call, Keith. That would be a great one. 
<laughs> that could just be the name of the app. Yeah. yeah. Like, calm. Yeah. yeah. Now. Ah, so tata. Very tata kata. Neil, stop playing with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, microphone. Give me that goddamn thing. Give me that. She's in the middle of a session, sir. Please don't bother her. Um, this says uh, Calm has almost everything. It's uh, fully guided, less guided, no guidance. They have music, stories. <laughs> There's nothing. You're just paying for nothing. And nature soundtrack. No, so you get to choose okay. one level. Uh, in fact, uh, Marissa got an excerpt. Here we go. Oh, okay. Just a little bit. Quality's not very good, but... Is this just music, Marissa? Okay, so this is the type of music. I think this so a, a basic sort of not I don't want to say a, a monotonous sound but a um, kind of droneish right a drone uh, yeah to help, not not too distracting right. easy slow what is your movements. what is your environmental sound of choice yeah, I know you put on a um, a sleep machine yeah uh, it's uh, you know uh, like a fan a fan yeah you do have a fan on in the room though don't you I used to not oh, anymore okay. Preston big fan I love you so much man <laughs> yeah. and listening it's for twenty years in bed talks to me it's a fan. <laughs> Yeah, the <laughs> it just sits there. Yeah. It's Gary Lauer. I wanted to do an OnlyFans, an OnlyFans page, and it's just the fans in my house. Mm-hmm. What is this? Uh, it's another guided oh. meditation. All right, here we go. This well, this would relax me. This yeah. one. Here we go. <laughs> wow, that's good. This show is coming out, but it is called uh, HBO Max is a World of Calm. It's coming out in Shocktober, Preston. Uh, that's when it's coming out? Yep. Okay. Uh, interesting. I might check into that. Yeah, me too. All right. We'll be right back. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.